0: Buddy. If
1: you don't want to fight me, th- 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 then why? Why what? What what's all this for? Why was I looking for you? Yeah. <sighs> Sit down. Sit down. Grab a snack. Make yourself comfortable. Huh? Oh, hey. You okay?
0: <sighs> make mm.
1: <let> me think <sighs> this up.
0: Sit on the crack. Sit on the crack.
2: There in podcast land, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews, your unofficial home for everything fanny packs, hot dog fingers, and bagels. My name is Will. Greetings, Earthlings. My name is Lee. (laughs) Greetings, Earthlings.
3: (laughs) And as usual, I'm Chuck. Oh, you change
1: it up a little bit, as usual. As usual. I'm happy for you. (laughs) With me, as always, is Garth. Um... What are we doing today will what's going on here
2: uh today we're talking about the 2022 film everything everywhere all at once written every bleh, everything all at, everywhere, all at once <laughs> written and directed Lisa. by written and directed by daniel Wan and daniel i am not going to attempt to pronounce his last name i'm actually going to throw to lee to pull up the cast listing for this movie because i'm going to butcher a lot of these so if you would be so kind <laughs> To to, to <laughs> give it to give it a shot. You're, you're First of all, it's pull not up IMDb. <laughs> pull up IMDb. Pull, just pull up IMDb. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. And, and and read you this just cat. G- Michelle, let's. You gotta do, do it as just, if
3: you going to do it as if
1: you have hot dog fingers.
2: <laughs> we'll get to the hot dog fingers.
1: No, I just want to say everything everywhere, all at once. That was the most racist thing you've ever said. Everything. I wasn't even thinking about it like that. All at
2: (laughs) once. I wasn't even thinking about it like that.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, okay, you want me to go through the cast listing here? Just just, just a little bit to see if you
2: can do a better job than I would.
1: Uh, Michelle Uh, Yo. Stephanie Sue. Okay. Uh, Ki Hu Kwan, yep. who we we know as we know him as Short Round, or or Data from Goonies. Um, James Hong is in this, and I'm so Which happy, James Hong. I'm so happy that James happy Hong, that James is, in Hong is in this. I love James Hong. James Hong, I've loved him since Wayne's World Two. I know he's been in everything else, you know, including Big Trouble Little China, everything else before that. But I mean, the reality is, James Hong is. He's such a joke on Asian culture. I mean, he's popped up in, in even we talked about Blade Runner. He was in Blade Runner yes. too. Um, he just, he's just all he's, he is the um, the American actor for everything Asian, and he always pops up. And he's just the funniest dude. Now Jamie Lee Curtis. Now I walked into this movie <laughs> not knowing too much, and seeing Jamie Lee Curtis's name and not expecting her to be. This Deirdre character she played. Yeah. Um blew my mind. I yes. thought it was amazing. She was perfect. She fit the part. Every part she played, perfect. Jenny Slate was here. Um on uh, uh, Randy Newman? Wait, wait. <coughs> oh my. I didn't even notice this, but Randy Newman was
2: raccoonie. Raccoonie. Was he really? was Randy Newman that's crazy (laughs) to put to put Randy Newman in a movie is absolutely insane
1: and never mind the fact that it's Rackacuni which I every time I said Rackacuni I couldn't stop laughing um, never mind, you know, just her, her basically, her basic just misunderstanding of everything. rakakuni it was like a cheap version of Ratatouille. Go, go Chewbacca. Um, every, all the different <laughs> random names she called everything. Um, <laughs> all the different characters there. Um, but yeah, honestly, we, we, there's a great cast listing here. So, um, from the only and, thing I, the only thing yeah. I know
2: this woman from Michelle, Ew was, um, was, the 007 movie with um, P.S. Brosnan, she yeah, was in one of those. I don't remember. Wasn't she in one. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? If she was, I don't remember because I've only seen she that movie was once. like she
1: was, she was like the main character in it, I believe. Okay. Um, I, um, oh, yeah, complete, Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies, yep. yes. Crazy yep. Rich Asians.
3: Yep, never Minions.
1: A few other things. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Was she, yep. Who was, was she in Shang-Chi? Ying nan.
2: Ying nan, sure.
1: Because that explains everything, I read right? Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, but hey, we haven't <laughs> talked about Shang Chi. We should do that movie.
2: Hey, no sure we shouldn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never again. <laughs> we, we, so we, we tried. For those of for those of you who don't understand, so we have <laughs> talked about this movie three times. Twice. And
2: every time we tried recording that movie twice. Are you sure it wasn't three? It was twice. And, uh, wouldn't, and we all refuse to do it third. Like, that movie is cursed. We're not going to do it.
1: <laughs> it's not going to We enjoyed the happen. movie. Yeah, just so we all it was know. It movie.
2: We, we enjoyed the
1: movie, but we just don't want to talk about it ever again. Mm-mm. Guys, my, like, my recording ever just stopped. Again.
2: Shush. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're talking Hello, about that name movie. is Chuck. Prevented my recording to stop. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so thank you very much, Lee, for going through the cast listing for this film, because I would have butchered half of those names. Yeah. The only thing that I want to get into before we get going with the movie is something that we've all talked about. How Hollywood is so saturated with the idea of what's going to make money, right? Mm -hmm. All the time. That is what big budget Hollywood is now. Proven commodities that are absolutely going to guarantee a return. A24 Films is an indie... The studio that has put out some of the best movies of the past decade. I don't yeah, know so when it, I'd, I'd bring them up. Let me, let, me, mm-hmm. let, me, let me finish. I don't know when we're ever going to talk about another indie film like this, but just <clears> to <throat> note, just some recommendations from the studio alone. A Most Violent Year was amazing. Chuck, you've mentioned before that you have a new appreciation for Jake Gyllenhaal. I recommend that you watch a movie that he did called Enemy, which is absolutely fantastic. If you're into anything sci-fi or sci-fi-esque, check out Ex Machina. Swiss Army mm. Man is, was so surprising, was such a surprisingly good movie. I couldn't contain mm. myself when I was watching that. The Disaster Artist is another one. It's basically the story of the making of the room, which is ridiculous (laughs) that a movie like that is. That was A24? Yes. The Lighthouse. I I never saw it. The Lighthouse that came out a couple of years ago is fantastic. 2019's Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler. That was A24? Adam Sandler killed it in that movie. And I cannot believe that that sentence just came out of my mouth. He was amazing in that film and last year they released a movie called Tragedy of Macbeth. Um also and I know the two of you won't be into it, I still am because I still love horror movies. X was fabulous from from top to bottom. It's 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 gross and disgusting and horrific and I loved it. X? But yes. Jason, Jason boy, he's okay. in space. Excuse me? No, no 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 Jason. No Jason. No, yeah. Jason. Not no, Jason X. <laughs> no Jason. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> the point is is that this studio is actually doing things a lot differently because of those movies I've mentioned. There's also a lot of other movies that I didn't like, but they just did it just to do it. They they're just they're actually making movies. They're 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 taking chances and I think it's incredible and I just wanted to shout that, out that studio for not only doing this movie but a slew of others that I've really enjoyed over the past several years. I just, I loved it. So, um, to get started with this, Chuck and I did an off-the-cuff thing that I released a couple of weeks ago, and we slightly touched on this. Lee wasn't here for that, so I'm going to start with you. What did you think about Everything Everywhere All at Once? So, it's funny because I feel
1: like I was the first one to know about this movie existing. Um, I was like, hey... Uh, this looks like we should probably watch this at some point. And then you said it one day. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. We need to watch this movie and talk about it. Because it just, it seemed like, from what I saw, it was going to be amazing. And But it was coming out around the same time as Multiverse of Madness. So I was like, okay, well then, it's like this independent version of this. But then... As it came out more, I'm, I'm getting rave reviews saying this is what we all should have seen, and I'm like, whoa, okay, we need to is watch so this movie. So much better than Multiverse of
0: Madness. <laughs> oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely, <laughs> it is. This movie is, is uh, amazing. So it's it definitely has it definitely has the indie feel, but it has the bu- it has a Hollywood budget. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I would say next to a Hollywood budget. Certain things that happen in it, you can tell they made the choice to do it the way they did it, as opposed to go just, like, full-on crazy Hollywood budget look. Right. You know, so I I like that they did that, and that's why I like—it's been a long time since I've sat and watched indie stuff, just because, you know, we've been so focused on everything MCU and Star Wars, which is not indie— So to go back and take that moment to watch something that has this feel to it. I mean, I I guess you could almost say that Knives Out kind of felt like this as well. Um, It kind of had that indie feel to it. Kind of. In a way. Kind of. Knives Out was different. Yeah, it was very different. Knives Out was very different. But I would say that this is... um, I was was so happy with (laughs) this. Like, everything about this movie was... Not what I expected, which is perfect. I wanted to watch a movie and not and 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 be like, "What are they gonna do?" I want to be shocked, and I was shocked the entire time. Yes, I loved it. Yep. I, I loved it. Um <laughs> It's 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 like you know, you get an everything bagel and it has everything. Yeah, I'm actually eating an an everything cracker right now.
2: <laughs> okay. So, does that wrap up your thoughts? Up. That you- wraps up my thoughts. Okay. Chuck, you want to go next? You want to, you know, I, I mean, we talked about it before, but now we can go into a little bit more detail about it. We didn't. <laughs> wow. I.
3: When I was thinking multiverse, what they gave me is not what I was expecting. No, However, no. it was fantastic how they did it. I, I do have some questions on how, like, how it all works in one scene. Um, but outside of that, it was just, it was so crazy. Just they, they, they pushed the limits on everything, on everything. I mean, they everything. even come to a, they, they even come to a place where <clears throat> they have a scene in a mountain range with two rocks, and it is dead silent for two and a half minutes, and it's so captivating. <laughs> it's it's and it's it, it's
2: part of the, it's one of the most compelling scenes in the movie. Where and it's you're like two rocks, oh my and it's gosh, just subtitles, what? and it's amazing. <laughs> what? It's been... Oh my god! And
3: I went. I tried to go back and watch Multiverse of Madness, and it's I not still gonna work. I still can't. It's I not can't. gonna work
2: after like, seeing this. I just...
3: like like it the i was i was looking for more like i will say what I, what i what i would love to see is having a multiverse where you have multi of the same people this didn't ha- that didn't happen in this film but i wasn't disappointed because of how they did it it still introduced all the other characters of her of him it introduced you know the crate the 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 way it makes it happen, you have to do this crazy stuff. Eat something, sit on something, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, the, whatever the, the case yourself. may be. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the it's it was, I don't know. I've I haven't seen a movie like this in a long time. I love the. They threw me off halfway through the film when they said the end. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? And then it continued. I was like, "Oh, because part one was everything. Part two <laughs> was everywhere. So then it was like, I get it." <clears throat> um, but overall, I think it was a it was, it was such a half of it was in subtitles, so that was a little bit that was a little bit harder. Uh, but overall, it was a fantastic movie to watch. I loved the um, the 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 real life props that were used through most of the film. Um, I loved the fight scenes. I loved all of it. It was
2: just, it was perfect.
3: It was fantastic.
2: So the closest thing that you can, I can't compare this movie to anything. Neither this can I. This is unlike anything that I've ever seen. And I, I yeah, mostly, like, I, can't, I, can't because, I can't.
3: look at it and say, wow, like this compares to. It doesn't. You can tell.
2: You can tell that they're taking elements from other movies. You can tell that they're that they're they're ripping on the Matrix. They're ripping on either one of the Kill Bills. Pick which one ever you want to. But they're doing it gracefully, though, and with, yes. they're not
3: just they're not just ripping on it. They're bringing it in, and they're actually they're actually nodding to it in a really good way. Yeah, in my
2: opinion, you're, you're you're absolutely right. But other than that, it's this is I I it's such a breath of fresh air, and I love it because it's an original concept using sci-fi like this, and the way that the multiverse works is absolutely ridiculous and i'm there for it they don't get bogged down by the science of it they don't get bogged down on well this makes sense but this doesn't they don't get bogged down by things like time travel and i don't care because of how hilarious it is this is fan- nothing is
3: nothing in this movie nothing in this movie ties into time travel though
2: n- well, no but you can no. see n- other movies have tried to do okay so like multiverse of madness They're kind of tap dancing on on the time travel thing. And anything else that you you see where you have a a, a multiverse or anything that is grandiose in sci-fi, they usually try to touch on something that has to do with time travel. And here, they're not touching on time travel. They're just showing pieces of time that are kind of out of sync. Well, they're
3: showing they're all in sync. It's just, okay, if you, at this point in time, you made this decision versus this decision, And this is the life that you would have lived. And these are now the out of all of these decisions, these are the parallel lifespans that would have that are happening if those decisions were made. That's how I took their the branching off is every decision created a new branch, for lack of better
2: terms, from Loki. Um, I agree with you, but they're still doing this thing where they have separate universes going on. At the same time. At the same time, but you have no, no ground of, of <laughs> when they're taking place and in, 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 in how. That's what I mean. It's, like, that's the it's only all f- at the same
3: time, because it does. Because as she's doing it, you even see it as she's doing what she's doing in this universe, she's bouncing back and forth from the universe that she's taking that, that, con- that conscience from. So she's bouncing back and forth. It's happening simultaneously. I guess so. In each one that happening. <coughs> that's happening. That's why get- it's everything everywhere. I,
2: I, yeah, fine. All at once. <laughs> okay. Um, and I will I will say this. This movie was a chore to take notes for because oh, every bet. five minutes something different happens. Normally, you get like normally when you're watching a movie, you get your basic, you know, three or four act structure and you have the first act where you have maybe a couple of big plot points and so on. And you go forward this every five to ten minutes, something massive happened that changed the way that I'm watching this movie. And I had no idea what to do. (laughs) Like I have no idea I had no idea what to do. It almost to the point where I'm kind of intimidated to even read what I have written down. Like this is this is a serious undertaking. So I don't know I don't know what we want to do, but we're just going to go ahead and go for it. Wow. Just wow.
3: I love this movie. Was it as difficult taking notes as it was for Memento or
2: along those lines yeah? This wow. one, this one was difficult because you're because I'm because it, you get to the point. So at the beginning of the movie, you know we get the basic rundown of all of the characters. We we are introduced to Evelyn and she's juggling a lot of things that are going on in her life, her laundromat, her father's breakfast, planning some party for later on that night. Her husband is trying to serve her with divorce papers. Her daughter, who's Joy, which we, we will talk about much more later on. And go, her, go, go go Chewbacca. and her girlfriend. uh, Yep. Okay. So... In the beginning of this movie, where we're going through Evelyn, everything, Evelyn is the the, the atypical character who's not very receptive to anything that's going on outside. She's very much focused on her work and focused on pleasing her father, and that's it. She's not showing her daughter any kind of affection. She's not showing her husband any kind of affection, which is why he wants a divorce on the the daughter. And she basically, we learn this much, much later, but she basically just wants to be done with this whole ordeal with her mother. It goes into a lot more detail than that, but my God, things in Evelyn's life become incredibly chaotic as the movie moves on. <sighs> <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing from either one of you. Okay. No, I, I, no, I, I, I thought
3: I wanted to let, <laughs> let you finish because this is like she goes into the, like she's, her apartment is above this laundromat that she works at. At least that's how it seems. <clears throat> yeah. And it comes back to this opening scene
2: multiple times times throughout the movie, multiple times throughout the movie. And I also want to add that she's also uh, on top of everything that's going on in her life and how busy things are. She's also, you know, preparing her taxes because she's being audited by the IRS yeah, which we find
1: out later, she was just doing a bunch of shady stuff and counting shady. it all as as business. Oh, shady! It's just she was being frivolous with her business expenses and buying karaoke machines because she likes to sing and whatnot. Like she yeah, was well, doing some love, dumb stuff. She, she, and she said calling that it she business. was doing it based off of the
3: the tax person at the yeah, IRS building. Kinda. She's like, and you w- told me to do this, and then she's not having it. It was a mm. twisted situation. But it, basically what, was, what I gathered from this whole, I don't know, what was it? 15, 20 minutes from the beginning till she's sitting in the tax office, the IRS building, and everything starts happening. Basically what it's showing you is her life is falling apart around her. And she is about to just crash and burn. And then her
2: husband, for lack of better words, Intervenes. Um, I'm sure, like a better word. Intervenes. The first, the first real scene where we get to, where we see that something is up. She's having a conversation with her daughter, and she's basically just complaining about her husband and how he's putting googly eyes all over everything, and he's all <laughs> trying to play games and, and just a whole bunch of other nonsense. And we see on the monitors behind her of the cameras that are stations all throughout the laundromat, and this man takes off his glasses and starts doing parkour throughout the entire laundromat for some reason. Yep. It's, 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 we don't know what's up yet, but we'll get there. He went from this like, he's like, docile, calm, yeah, just not. To very, now he's like martial he, arts and parkour. He, the, he, I don't want to get too stereotypical, but he basically turns into Jackie Chan in the middle of this laundromat. Yep. There's no other I, way for me to
3: say it. <laughs> what I love is this guy played this part so well because he bounced back and back forth. Back and forth. Beautifully. Oh my God. And when you're looking at him, you're not looking at him going, this guy is like a martial arts expert. But the guy's insane. He's insane.
2: So, Evelyn's downstairs, and, and, and all this chaos is going on around her, and she turns to the TV where she gets distracted by a musical that's going on. Which comes back up a little bit later. Suddenly, Evelyn's father appears, and he's complaining about his lack of breakfast. Did I say breakfast? Breakfast. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 it is 100 degrees right now, and I'm, I'm, oh, I, I don't have my AC on because we're recording this thing, so excuse me. So Joy demonstrates how horrid her Chinese is by asking her grandfather how his airplane is, which I thought was hilarious. Just the subtitles in this movie were something else to behold. It was Incredible. She tries to introduce her gof- girlfriend, but her mother, Evelyn, intervenes and just says, oh, this is her friend, her very, very good friend, which is is not the right thing to do in that situation at all. Nope. Joy tries to leave, and Evelyn follows after her, and we think we're going to get somewhat of a tender moment, but instead of that, she basically just tells her that you need to watch what you're eating because you're getting fat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love it. I love it. It's horrible. It's like you can see that she's just like, like she's just not caring anymore. She's just like, whatever. I, it almost feels like she's not getting anything that she wants in life. Nope.
2: Not at all. Everything
3: is. So she's just going to rip on everybody around. She is.
2: She is disappointed. She just a lack of everything. She's, she just seems like the kind of person that isn't living up to her. Own expectations, or her potential, or the potential that her father, which is a big plot of the movie, comes up. It's just, it's, it's a thing that happens: parents to kids, kids to. It's just, it's. Yep. That's the whole point of this movie, and I'm sure. Especially in Asian especially culture. You're right. Especially in Asian culture. Asian culture.
1: Hmm. If you, I mean, go on. Well, I was gonna say, I, I, I have a friend, and I was training him. He's, he's Korean. And I was training him on a certain job. And at one point, I said, you know what? I'm just going to be like... I said to him, like, hey, I'm not your friend right now. I'm teaching you. I'm training you. So I'm going to let you go through this. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. And then I'm going to let you take it over and do it. And as he was doing it, I'm like, nope. Hold on. You messed this up. Go back. And I'm like, nope. Hold on. You messed this up. Go back. Nope. Where do you think you messed up here? Okay. What do you need to do to fix it? Okay. And I showed him. And... He came back and he was like, hey, listen, um, uh, a few days ago when you were training me, I, d- I was kind of triggered by something. And it reminded me of my mother teaching me back when I was a kid. It was like it was a huge trigger for him because um, it became this big deal. i was like, whoa. He's like, yeah, his mom was like basically cracked the whip. Like, no, nope, you screwed up. You're horrible. Go back and do it again. So there, there was a huge um, push for um for children in asian culture to to live up to a certain expectation no you need to be better than that it w- it was all about it seemed like um it's it's more about responsibility productivity efficiency than it is about like you know letting the child kind of grow up to to walk through what they need to walk through and to learn you know on their own all the things they have to go through but it was more about no nope, you did it wrong here's the way you have to do it let's just keep going this way so, in her situation here, where she's just doing a laundromat thing, like she's already feeling like a failure. So she sees her daughter. She goes, "Ah, uh, you're getting too fat." Ah, like she just—it's like, what, what does what does a normal Asian woman say? "Ah, uh, you're getting too fat. Stop being fat. Okay, move on."
2: I guess because so. she, she
1: doesn't she doesn't know how to tell her daughter, "I love you and I care about you, and I want to make sure you're okay."
2: I do like how, and this is just a testament to, um evelyn and the actress's you know chops in this movie immediately after she says you're getting fat and joy gets in the car and drives away she immediately looks guilty i Mm -hmm. love little touches like that i thought that was amazing Mm -hmm. anyways evelyn goes back upstairs sits back down she continues to do her taxes and her husband says what are you doing what are you thinking and we get these big subtitle across the screen that says everything accompanied by blaring horns I want to (laughs) say I want to say that the um the experimental rock band that did a lot of the score for this movie is called Sun Lux they are fantastic I've been a fan of them for a few years now so I, I, I really recommend checking them out they did a really good job with the score of this movie they nailed it so I like it Good for you. Yeah? Okay. I've, I've never heard you really comment on anything like musically before. So that's what no, I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a huge music person. Um,
3: oh, I think the score of a movie can make or break a movie big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. In this, in this movie, the score went along with it. The music fit very, very well. You um, uh-huh. a great job.
1: Like when they replaced uh, that that Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee scene with uh, Careless Whisper. And, you know, as they're getting ready to fight and they're taking off their robes, and it's like... Yeah, They, uh, they changed that whole thing right up. But then again, you know, music can make or break. But if you can make a movie, like A Quiet Place, and have no music... And still, and, and still be able to instill that type of fear. Score in that movie wouldn't work. No, Not no, at all. that movie <laughs> that movie was all about having no score, yes. and it was fantastic. Wouldn't, the second movie had work. a lot had a lot more audio because they were talking and mm-hmm. you know hiding out here and there, and it was like music playing on headphones and whatnot. But um, still, ve- done very well.
2: Even, even um, if you had like the subtle dun duns in the background of that movie, that, wouldn't, that still wouldn't work. Absolutely no, not! Not at all. Like typical, all. typical horror movie, you know, spooky, ominous. That wouldn't, that would have destroyed no. that movie. <laughs> I would have. I have to admit, I haven't seen either of them yet. Oh. And I've heard nothing. Dude, but we and I, talked about them. Lee and I We them talked about them back. We did them last October. October for like a Halloween thing. We wanted to do a mm-hmm. couple of you know horror, scary, whatever, and we did. Um, we did both Quiet Place movies. He, I yeah. mean, they're great. They're great. They're not horror.
3: No, they're thriller.
2: They're thriller.
3: Like Seven. Seven was a thriller. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. I wouldn't compare it to Seven. More like Signs. I would compare it to something along. Yeah, more like Signs than than Seven. Mm -hmm. If Signs was a thriller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Seven is not a a thriller. Seven's,
3: Seven's in the thriller category. Seven's a murder mystery. It's awesome. That's not a thriller. I wouldn't. Well, I would not
2: classify Seven as a thriller. It was quite thrilling. That's thanks a, for that input, Lee. That's a. That's a. This is. This is a. This is a tease. Anyways, <laughs> Evelyn, her father, her husband, they all head off to the IRS building to get ready for their audit meeting, and they get on the elevator. And Wayman, he uh, he changes. He puts his head uh-huh. down, picks his head back up, and suddenly he pulls out a bagel-printed umbrella to block the camera that's on the elevator and tells Evelyn that you can either go to your IRS appointment or you can go to the janitor's closet. The choice is up to you. He puts some earpieces in her ear, writes down some notes on a, uh, uh, the back of the divorce papers, <laughs> divorce which comes better <laughs> <up> later. <laughs> Types in some buttons on the phone, an app opens, and away we go. Evelyn sees her life literally flash before her eyes. She sees herself being born, the disappointment her father felt for her being a girl, being chastised (laughs) by her father for leaving home with a silly boy, opening up the laundromat, wondering why her father won't call her back, getting pregnant, having problems with her daughter, ending with her arriving at the IRS building. Literally, her life flashed before her eyes in this moment. (laughs) It did. (laughs) Okay.
3: So this is the part where <clears throat> that comes up that I had a question about. Maybe you
2: guys can help me out. But once we get there, I'll let you guys know. So the new mm. version of Wayman tells her some nonsense. <laughs> the note happens. Uh, and not to even bother bringing this up to him later because he's not going to remember. And then Wayman changes back. And away we go to the auditing appointment. She oh, does Wayman not go. go into the closet. She goes to the appointment. So we meet the auditor, Deirdre. She hesitates, Yet. though. She hesitates for a she, moment. But she, she looks. she doesn't go in. That's the point. That's no. She doesn't. She looks, but she, eh, no, I'm going to go ahead and do this. She looks,
1: yeah. but did touch.
2: She keeps the earpieces in her ear, though. Like, she doesn't take them out. She just leaves them there, which is, Okay. What are we doing? They're like these big honking Bluetooth old like from, from Bluetooth. 10 years ago. Yes. <laughs> like, old school Bluetooth. The big Jabra Oh my things, god! you know. Remember walking around <laughs> with those things? It was horrible. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. I hated those. Oh, man. Anyways, the auditor, Deidre, who was played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee yes. Curtis looks ridiculous in this she movie.
1: Is she is great.
2: She's fantastic. She finally looks
1: her age. She- <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I'm not I'm not putting her down. I'm just saying like she's finally not trying. Say. She's she's finally not trying to look like Jamie Lee Curtis and she's just like, ah, here's who I'd be if I was not a, if, if I wasn't a celebrity." <laughs> And it makes sense. I mean, here's the reality. Trading Listen, Places was um, almost
2: 40 years ago. I just want to put that out there.
1: Oh, my. That's yeah. insane. Yes, it is. That movie was fantastic. That movie awesome.
2: That movie is mean, great. We should, we should throw that on the list. I would love to talk Trading Places. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, that, have you that, ever that seen that Trading is, Places? That is probably. It's It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Eddie Murphy that and Dan so Aykroyd!
1: Good. Oh, they 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 worked so well. Uh,
2: they worked. So you can well tell that together. they had so much fun doing that together. Oh, they had a blast. They had a blast doing. They that had so together. much of a blast. Anyways, like I was saying, Deirdre she's not very happy with Evelyn. She's given her oh, no. all types of grief about business expenses, and she's buying karaoke machines. She's trying to claim being a teacher for some reason. And blah, 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 gross negligence. Bottom line is Evelyn, she's in trouble. Evelyn is kind of checking out. She pulls out the instructions that she was given, and she does exactly what they say. She switches the shoes on her feet. She imagines herself in the closet. She closes her eyes and pushes the button once it turns green, and whoosh, she is sucked into the janitor's closet. But no, she wasn't. It was just actually her consciousness was sucked into another universe and she's simultaneously in the world where she's at her audit and in another universe where she's in the closet with alternate Wayman. Am I getting so this it right? Was,
1: it, so, yeah, it was very um, very interesting where she, she <sighs> was— they, they showed a shattered consciousness. Yes. Like they showed a split consciousness. I will say this. Where she's, much praise, she's half there
2: and half here. As much praise as I give this movie, it did not do a very good job of explaining that when it first happens. No, but for us, who've I watched it. and understand it. Yeah, we get it. I get it. I just wish they, 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 they it felt like there should have been another step. Mm, yeah,
0: so
3: this is maybe. The, if I remember correctly, she was wearing the same clothes in the janitor's closet that she was at the auditing appointment.
1: Yes. Right.
3: So, and they show her. Like the chair rolling down the aisle of the auditing place, and then into the back, like and then getting sucked into the into the janitor's closet. This is where uh-huh. I was like, I don't fully get what happened, because I was like, I understood the rest of it when she's, you know, like when they're they're drawing other consciousness to them and they're utilizing that at the yes. same time. I get that.
2: <clears throat> That's why I'm saying this part. When they first do it, it's it it it, it kind of yeah. throws you off. They don't do a very good job yeah. of explaining right. what's going on, and the fact that she's wearing the same clothes doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, but my no. question is this: this is the
3: one. This is a question mis- I've this is had. a misstep. This I'm, yeah, I'm, This is the one question <laughs> I have of the whole thing is he goes into it at this point and he's telling her that he's tried other versions of her, but she is the one. Sure. Oh, Jet Li. Right. What what makes
2: oh, no. the universe? If you, no, if you want to in, say that, go for it. I mean, this is another. That's another movie that this is kind of ripping on. Um, the one. Oh yeah, totally. Right. It's definitely, yeah, that's another, yeah, sure.
3: But if if she is the only one that can truly handle this, what makes her in this universe any different than her in other universes? They get into that.
2: They, they do, do get into that. <clears throat> she's so bad at everything that she can accomplish anything. <laughs> this is a line in the movie. That is the greatest cop-out,
1: <laughs> perfect answer ever. And I love that. It's
2: amazing. So, the fun,
1: so I, will, I will say about this character here. So the actress here, she is literally my mother's age. They were born the same year. And I look at this and I go, I mean, I love my mom, but I'm like, Mom, you could have been in this movie. <laughs> and I think that's what I love about this. Like they, made a, they took a woman who's, you know, 60 years old. And put her in this role, and made her an and action hero. She killed it. They killed it. Mm-hmm. It took a sixty-year-old woman yeah. and made her, as you said, an action, yeah. a sci-fi action hero. That's what makes this movie so great to me.
2: Yes. And I, her- I remember seeing the trailer and
1: saying, "How is this going to work out?" I'm like, "I bet you this is going to be phenomenal." Her acting chops when I first alone read about it. sells this. I,
2: I, when I, because oh, normally, absolutely. Normally, when I'm watching an action movie. I can look at the action scenes and go, oh, stunt double because that wig is all messed up. This person is not that tall. You were not built like that, sir. You, you have a mark that the actor does not have. I notice things like that here. Right. It was really hard to tell. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. really, really hard to tell when it if was when it was the actor. They, come on, she's 60 years old. They absolutely use a stunt double.
3: I don't know. Really, Jack Chan, Jet Li, those guys are still doing their crazy stuff. You at their really age.
2: think she did all these stunts? I don't know. If, I don't know the answer. To I'm those. pretty.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that Asian actors, when they're not acting, they just go into a cryo chamber this somewhere is, and they just sit is, there. This is.
3: okay. Yeah, they're all. I think that. I think that she did her own stunts. I personally. Did. I will be shocked. She wasn't doing crazy stunts. No.
1: But she, I think she. I mean, mean, they were crazy, but they weren't. There's a there's a scene later on in this movie
2: where there's some amazing tricks being done with a shield. Um, I don't think that was her.
1: Oh, what the pizza? The pizza spinner?
2: Yeah. (laughs) There was some. There was some. There was some class a shenanigans going on with that i love i love
1: the fact that they pulled in all these it's like oh she spun a sign for a pizza place and that is is a combat move okay that makes
2: perfect sense yes yes it makes perfect sense so while she's in this closet this alternate version of wayman tells her there's a great evil in the world and we need your help to restore (laughs) balance Her attention is being pulled back and forth between Alpha Wayman and Deidre, who is performing this audit.
4: And uh, Deidre
2: feels like she's not really paying a whole lot of attention. So, Deidre points to some very odd-looking toys, I mean awards, that she has received over the years for her ability to uncover uh, lies. These toys will come up massively later. They, they, I mean, it's be, very be, obvious what they look like. They as will, soon as you're seen you're like, what? Come on. They will be <laughs> inserted into some orifices, and I don't really want to get into it right now. Comments, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, yeah, you take this one, Chuck. I mean, Lee made his comment, so you might... I mean, come on, man. What are you, what are you thinking about these <laughs> awards that she has on her desk? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's Um, amazing this movie's (laughs) ridiculous
3: so much happens in this movie it's just uh, (laughs) I mean I I (laughs) mean in a way you could say that she's anal retentive um, (laughs) but
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not even going to say what they are. We're just going to dance around it the whole time. There's other
3: versions of these things that get used as, you know, the, the movie goes on. Um, so I have to say other it's other probably one of this. So I've been debating on because, <clears throat> again, my wife doesn't watch all the movies. And there are certain <laughs> movies that I will watch that she will just not watch. And I was debating on, do I want to watch this again? And should I ask her to watch it with me? And then I remembered They Live. And I was like, no, geez, it's not going to be... It's, gonna, it's not going to go over well. So,
1: so that was my thing, too. So before I actually watched this movie, I was talking to Chuck. And I'm like, Chuck, so I went on to IMDb and I checked the parent's guide. And there's a lot of questionable things that I read about in this movie. And some of which included what we're talking about here. And then... We'll say we'll say something longer and floppier later on in the movie, and he was like, "Yeah, but it's funny," and I'm like, "Yeah, but it's there." I'm like, "I get that it's funny. That's the whole point of it, right?" But had you watched uh, it at that point yet? No, you hadn't seen it the, yet. No, yeah, so that's, that's why so was, the I'm fact like, so that it's
3: why funny like, is what it's the fact that it's funny. I know is I know. what. <laughs> But still,
1: and that's why I was like, I don't think I'm gonna watch this with her because I'm like, we have a date night coming up, and I need to watch this movie. movie. No, I realize that. I realized that. But then again, keep in mind, my wife saw Avengers, the first Avengers, five times in the movie theater. That's still different than this movie. Two of which by herself. That's still different than this movie. I know, but, but I'm that, saying that that was was a time where, it was a movie. time where my wife loved watching movies. So I was like, okay. But after reading that, I'm like, well, it looks like I'll be watching this by myself. There is nothing um, so,
2: quite like this. In the Avengers films, I, I will say. There was no, yeah. I will
3: say it was a first where I've seen props like this being used in a non-sexual format.
2: <laughs> it
3: was used very... um strategically it was just strategically strategically. strategically. (laughs) they were used for very specific purposes
2: as ridiculous Um, as it is they serve a purpose anyways scenarios (laughs) anyways so alpha wayman sees that evelyn is no longer paying attention so he pulls her consciousness back so she's paying attention and We get somewhat of an expo dump. Well, not really an expo dump. He basically just tells her all kinds of sweet nothings that all the rejections and disappointments have led you here, all while lightly caressing her face and her chin. And she's very happy with this. Yeah, sure. Alpha Deborah, alternate Deborah or whatever, then punches her way through the door of the closet, grabbing (laughs) Wayman and snapping his neck, and he falls to the ground dead. She then rips a pipe off the wall and cracks Evelyn across the jaw and she so, falls to the ground. And back, so it, to the, and back to the original universe, Evelyn is sucked. Right, and that, that, that's the part where I got confused at
3: first. I was like, they just killed him. And then he shows up again. And I'm like, what? And then I realized the actual him was never there. No, never there. Never there. So, but that, but what, he, what he's doing, though, is the opposite of what she's doing. He's projecting his consciousness as the, the as the person into other consciousnesses if that's even a word and she's drawing from alternate cautious, consciousness into her. Yeah. They're both doing the same thing but in the opposite format if that makes sense.
2: I the way that I the way that I saw this is maybe the universe that he's from there's just a more advanced way to do this. No, he's projecting his consciousness.
3: That's into what I mean. Other. It's,
2: a more, it's a more advanced way to accomplish this because we do get, we, we, I mean, later on in the film, we do get somewhat of an expo dump that this technology has been there with him for a while. Like the alternate version of her in his universe is the one who discovered the technology and the ability to do this. So they've had time to kind of develop everything, like to be a little bit more advanced. So, right, but my question is, why wouldn't he teach her how to do what he's doing? Well, he has the headgear and she doesn't. He's like in—he's like in the van, like all um Ready right. Player One style, with the headgear right. and everything on. And we don't really see that anywhere else. So it's—I'm just—that's how I'm taking it. That's what makes sense in my mind. I'll go. I with mean, it. if either one of you have a different theory about, like, well, the, no, the only other theory is
3: she ends up. You have the daughter,
2: yeah, who can basically do anything. Okay, yeah, we'll get there. She
3: she draws it all at the same time whenever she needs to, and that's
2: what he's trying to teach her to do. Yeah, well, she's she's special, right? Sure. And so is so is mom. <sighs> <laughs> Wayman's able to convince Deb to give them more time to come up with uh, the the correct paperwork and file everything the right way, and she agrees. Be back by six o'clock tonight. Last chance, and then she thanks them both for. Uh, The cookies that they made for her while making their way to the elevator a bit of communication confusion happens here and uh evelyn thinks that the time to fight is right now deborah approaches i'm sorry but the way that deborah approaches she's really Mm -hmm. mean mugged like like she looks like she's ready to start some stuff so uh, you know what happens evelyn punches her right in the face i really don't blame her because she was, she, was, she was coming at her looking like she wanted to, you know, hey, let's do this. And I, I, I kind of, okay, yeah, sure. Like I was saying, Evelyn punches her in the face, and security quickly arrives. Alternate Wayman takes over to save the day. Alpha he, Wayman. Al- I'm going to keep on calling him Alternate Wayman. Alpha Wayman. Fine. <laughs> Alpha Wayman takes over to save the day. And he eats some chapstick. <laughs> I love it. He eats some chapstick. The little head device turns green. He pushes the button and it's go time. And he's able to defeat four security guards with a fanny pack. With a fanny pack. Including one where he takes the the clip of it into the guy's nose. (laughs) He knocks them down, disarms them, and then knocks them all down again. He then oh. fills the fanny pack with gravel from a fish tank and sends everybody flying in all kinds of different directions. The oh, last man. guy he fumbles his own nightstick because Wayman is 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 swinging this swinging this fanny pack around like nunchucks. The clip of the fanny pack grabs onto this like to this guard's nose, and he just pulls him to the floor and spikes his face into the floor. It's amazing, and then
3: magically and methodically spins the fanny pack back on his waist and clips it together, and it's perfect again. Oh my god, it was perfect.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other universe where uh, you know the other the other Evelyn, you know, kind of got killed, Deborah introduces Joe Deidre. Deidre. I'm sorry, Deidre introduces Tupaki. Joba, jo- Joba Tupaki, Joba Tupaki, Joba Tupaki. Tupaki. More on her later, and who she go, go actually Chewbacca. is. She puts a finger on Evelyn's forehead, and we see a glimpse of several versions of Eve- Eve- Evelyn. And Joba Chewbacca's character is looking around. She doesn't really know what to do. They might be close, and then she switches through universe like she's changing the channel on an old TV. I loved that so, so much. Now for it was now for so anybody cool. younger than the age of twenty. Who doesn't understand what what I'm talking about right now. Old school TVs from like the 70s and the 80s.
1: The UHF. You used to have (laughs) to get
2: up. You used to have to get up from your couch or your bed and go over to it and turn this big honking knob that was on the television to change the channel. That's what this was like. And it was amazing. I loved it.
1: It was so cool. It was so It was so great.
2: And something weird happened. And I don't know Why? While she's changing the channel and then she finally hones in on the universe that she wants to be in, the aspect ratio changes from full screen to widescreen. Yes. I have no idea why that happened.
1: It it was just a uh, directing or, you know. Why? Their liberty. I don't know. Same reason
3: why this movie has two endings.
1: Hmm.
2: Because it can? Because it can. (laughs) Why not? Because it can.
1: Because they can do everything everywhere all at once. All
2: at once. We find out that this Ah. Tupac character is none other than Joy, who was once enjoying a beer, but she gets up and she's off. Back in the IRS building, people are frantically running out and going insane. While the father, Gong Gong. Gong Gong. Gong Gong. James James, Gong Gong, James Hong. James Hong (laughs) is peacefully just enjoying some pudding. Which is ridiculous that he's doing this in the midst of all this chaos. I do, I do the love how most of the, like, he's
1: okay. And he's just sitting there, like, just shoving pudding
3: in his mouth. I do love how the majority of the first, I don't know, half of this movie takes place in this IRS building. Absolutely.
1: yeah,
2: From
3: different perspectives.
2: Well, it's, depending on what perspective you're following, the entire movie takes place in this IRS building.
1: That's kind of true.
2: If you're following the perspective of this is of of this version of Evelyn, is the version of Evelyn's story that we're following? This enti- this entire movie takes place here.
3: That's that's because the, the 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 shield scene where she's fighting is inside the building. It's inside it's the building. It's all inside, the building. All inside, the,
2: building. inside yeah. the building. They they don't leave <laughs> quote, leave the building until everything is resolved. Right. It's, now, it's, did I miss did I miss
1: the part where um? where Alpha Wayman is, is explaining, like, why things are different. It's like, you know, oh, we're what? right,
2: we're, we're right here. If you want to add to That's it, what, okay. my, my, yeah, my, my notes here are a little lacking, so if you want to add to it, I would appreciate it.
1: Okay, go ahead. We then
2: get some expo dumb from Alpha Wayman. In his universe, Evelyn was a brilliant woman who not only proved the existence of other universes, but found a way to ter- temporarily link consciousness between universes and ex- accessing their skills, memories, and emotions. It's called verse-jumping. And that he doesn't explain right then and there why all of this is happening. They have to kind of escape first. They're underneath the desk. He eats. This is can disgusting. I, can eats. I say, they, they, I do
3: appreciate that they pieced together the, the idea of this multiverse throughout the whole movie. They gave you a snippet. You had to figure it out. Things happened. Then they come back to it. It was not info dump, you know, expo dump all at one time. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you got this five, ten-minute, you know, information of the entire thing, and then the rest of the movie
2: takes place because of that. Yeah, the exposition we are learning, we're learning it as it's happening. The exposition dump that we get here is specifically about what verse jumping is. Not exactly right. how it works, just what it is and who created it. And, and, and the we other, get the how it works in, later. In the, uh, in the other universe, it was basically Evelyn. She was brilliant and she discovered all this and we designed verse jumping. And that's basically all we get here. Yeah. So they're underneath a desk hiding when he tells her all this. And then when he's done, he reaches up and grabs an old piece of gum that somebody stuck to the bottom of the desk and starts chewing on it. And then, <laughs> and then his little green button goes off, he pushes it, and they, <laughs> they have to make their escape by blending into a frantic crowd, and he just runs out going, oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god, and he just starts <laughs> running. I thought that was hilarious. Yes. Um,
1: so there was there was a scene. I, th- I think it was the first time. The first time we see Alpha Wayman, where he says, "Have you ever noticed that you know your clothes never wear as well the next day, and your hair never falls in quite the same way?" And I started <laughs> laughing so hard because he's this he's is, this quoting is
2: the, the, the the scene that you're talking about is when they're in the hallway just before Joy arrives. Okay. Yes. So that you made ahead, me though. laugh.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just I just think it's hilarious that he's just straight up quoting Nine Days. You know that song, the story of a girl. Absolutely, or absolutely story of a girl. Hmm. You don't know the song? No. Okay, I I didn't. I didn't think you did, and that's why I'm laughing so hard because it it was a song that was like big on like MTV, VH1 back in like 2000. Oh. One maybe. Okay. Um. It was. It was. You know. This is a story of a girl oh who cried a river and the whole world. He's directly quoting that song, and it's that's fantastic. why I laughed so hard. That's and hilarious. then later on, later on in the movie, you hear um a cover like a like an indie cover of that song thrown into it. It's in. It's later on in this movie, and again, it was it was a great little like hmm. nod to a song that just people were like, oh yeah, I think I remember that. Um, I used to play it now and again on like, you know, for like open mic nights as as like a you joke. You makes know what it makes um, you
3: remind me of? What it reminds me of? is have you ever seen, <laughs> <have you> ever, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Papa video. Have you ever seen, you ever seen Eurotrip? Oh,
1: of course N- I've seen Eurotrip. Nope. That's not where I park my car. You've ne-
3: Will, you've never seen Eurotrip?
1: Nope. Are you serious? <laughs> M- me scusi. Listen, You've never seen Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> so, there so they are, go over. To...
2: There are a lot of comedies that I actively avoided because there are certain <laughs> comedies I just look at and say, this is going to be really stupid. I don't have the time. Okay. Eurotrip so Trip is, is, so is so like a rite of like, passage. Right. Everyone like thinks what? that because <laughs> it's, it's a, like a rite of, right of passage. It's a rite so of everyone, passage. Everyone, yeah, I think so. So, kind so of like kind of, You no wait. He said that to me before about about a movie. And Chuck and I touched upon. You said that to me once about waiting. Like waiting is a rite of passage. Yes, it is. And I watched yeah, it, and I was like, "This is such stupid. a bad movie." I never, I'm never, i never taking <laughs> these recommendations on comedies again. Like, what, you don't, don't want to see the brain?
1: <laughs> 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 so, never mind the butterfly. I that that movie the butterfly. was
2: so stupid. That movie was so stupid. the chicken wing. No, but if
1: you've ever but if you've ever worked at a
2: restaurant, it's spot on. It's I, spot, on. Oh, yeah. of, spot on. At the end of that movie, I wanted to punch Andy Milonakis in the face. <laughs> so and just what watch makes you him think jiggle. I won't cut you? So in this, in this, <laughs> in this, so annoying. So
3: Euro Trip, like everyone thinks that like Road Trip came out, and then Euro Trip came out, and it's along the lines of Road Trip, and it's nothing no. like no. Road Trip. No,
1: different, very different movies.
3: Very different feel. He meets this girl, he falls in love with her, but she lives, she lives in Germany, he lives in the States, and, you know.
1: It's their pen pals because he was taking German class. Right. And then, and then he gets confused because his brother's like, Mika, or, you know, he, he thinks it, it's, no, he, th- he thought it was a dude named Mike, and then realized it was Mika, and he's like, oh, I really connected with this person, it must be the love of my life. You know, it was actually a girl, and then he goes on this trip to eventually meet her. And he brings his thing.
3: sister and his friend and whatever. And they they live in Amsterdam. And
1: no, he brings his 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 friend, and then his other two friends, which are twins, a girl and a oh, boy. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Not so his sister. They,
3: so that's the I, it like was the Harriet two, the Spy. Right. So Michelle they're over, they land and they yeah. pl- and they live in this like off place in Amsterdam. And the, <laughs> they meet this guy who's like riding a bicycle or pushing a bicycle,
1: <laughs> and he's talking about Miami Vice, <laughs> number one new show, Miami Vice. <laughs> and it just, hey, really, where's the beef?
3: <laughs> it just it just got me thinking that the shows that we experience here in other countries, we they are, get them
1: uh, syndicated. They yeah, they
3: get them well after we get them. So when we're seeing stuff like this movie and they're playing this song, is it a newer song for them than it is for us?
0: Hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Because they're getting it well after. I mean, and that was in (laughs) a day and age where the internet and everything was still quite big. I mean, it's bigger now, but it was still, it was still, you know. (sighs) Yeah. It was still big. Right. Um, But you should put... Euro trip on your list? You'll, please, you'll goodness, appreciate please, no, it. Please no. <laughs> 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 it's actually quite funny. No,
1: Fine. just because of the people who pop up in it. Just, be, I mean, we'll just say Lana Lang is in it. <laughs> oh, and it made me hate Lana Lang. There is like, a new beach. Wa- it, it, there is a nude beach. Chica, chica.
3: If you watch it, watch you know it simply. Watch you it simply what? for the nude beach scene. You know what? You You'll know appreciate what? You know what? it. For, because,
2: so because, I feel like. So because I kind of feel like our 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 list is been kind of dominated by things that Chuck and I want. We should give Lee. A little bit more leeway on what we choose. You can have like a stupid comedy if you want to, man. If you want to throw your own trip on there, we'll do it. <laughs> no,
1: I'm just saying you need to watch it. We don't need to talk about it.
2: <laughs> I mean, Chuck recommended it. You seem like you really like it. If you want to throw it on, no, there, no, no, we'll no, no. Do. I don't want to. T- <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, not we'll need do to a, talk about it. We'll do movie. an off
3: the cuff the, episode with it. But just, just, just
1: it's
2: I, I think brilliant. that
1: it will, it will greatly improve our communication if you understand what half of our jokes are derived from. <laughs> Uh, Until then, uh. you'll realize
0: that
3: Scotty doesn't know. And he never will. I don't want to know. He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. And how, how much of an amazing vocalist that Matt Damon is. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic no, movie. No, don't. don't it's you, you, just spoil, you, you just gave him a spoiler of a cameo. That's all I'll say. I don't care. Um, I don't, I don't hey, care. Have I
3: have I ever have I ever given you the wrong impression of a movie? No. Okay. <laughs> Passion in the desert. So, I one, thoroughly warned
2: him of day, that movie before he watched. Will, it. We will. He will watch it, and we will talk yeah. about it. It's, uh-huh. Going, uh-huh. To it's okay. going to happen. It's going
1: to
0: happen.
3: That
2: means that I need to watch it again. <laughs>
1: That means I need to watch it. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Hey, you know what? You both are getting off light because I'm the one who has to take notes about it. Uh, Yeah. We should have Lee take notes about it (laughs) since he's the one who's being so hard about it.
3: Would be fantastic. I can just see him now. And he meets... A leopard. <laughs> and then what happens next? He <laughs> rolls
2: in the mud. <laughs> With the leopard. <laughs> he cleans the leopard. <laughs> <laughs> the leopard tries to kill him. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck, I think I
1: think you, me, and your dad should have a movie night and watch no. that movie together. No.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, but since we're
3: so far off topic, just to give, just to give you guys some credit, I'm actually on season two of Seinfeld. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. You've never watched. Wait. So have you? This is. It's just your first time through Seinfeld. Yes. Ooh, really? Oh my god. Oh my god. I never god. really appreciated
3: it. I never like. I've watched episodes for like. It's a show that it doesn't like. It doesn't. Track along the way.
1: It's a show about nothing. It's a, it's a show,
3: show about, about
0: nothing.
2: nothing. Oh,
1: Look, I've got the oh, entire box oh, set right hold here. Hold
2: on, hold on. So you are you only in season two? Well, there's only eight episodes in the first season. Oh, so, so he yeah. doesn't even get why it's a show about nothing. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I've got the whole thing right it's here. It's amazing. It's like the well, best. Well, we've had small, co- small conversations really around it before. It really is. Yeah, but we've th- had
3: oh, small so conversations. Now I'm like, I just, I just gotta, it's on Netflix. So I was like, I'll try watching it. Yeah,
2: but like and a, good, a good half of the jokes that me and Lee like, bat back and forth and how deadpan <laughs> they are are just derivatives from Seinfeld. <laughs> back and to the left. <laughs> back
1: and to the left. That is That's one, one magic movie. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh my god! Oh. oh my god! This show is amazing. That's like the greatest sitcom of all time. It is. Oh, well,
1: you were big into Curb Your Enthusiasm as well, weren't you? Me? Yeah, you got into that? Yeah, I thought for, you got yeah, into for that a after. While.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, because yeah. Larry David is.
1: Well, he's basically that George. He's, he's George. George Costanza. He's George. So so it's it's funny. The first two seasons, Jason Alexander didn't know he was playing Larry David until I forgot which episode it was. I, I watched an interview like a week or so ago, and he was talking about It's it like, you know, here's this ridiculous situation, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, Larry, like, this doesn't make any sense. Nobody would do it. He's like, of course they would do it. That's what I did. And he's like, oh, and it all made sense. Oh. Where That's when Jason Alexander realized, you know, so after two seasons that he was playing Larry David. My, my <laughs> wife was watching an episode
3: with me and she's like, what's great about this show is they're having
1: conversation that would really take place in real yes. life. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. And, and, and nobody would would think to put that into a TV show. And that's what makes the show so funny. So Julianne and I... So my wife and I, when we first started dating... My vibe. Um, yeah, my vibe. We we had... We got this box set. I got it, like, you know, the year we started dating. So we watched the whole, like, first half of the series together. And then we kind of, like, peppered them in later on. But then we stopped. We just kind of moved on. So I, I don't think I've watched... There's probably, like, maybe seven episodes so I haven't seen. Did at this they point. change
3: his... They they used a different character for his father on the first.
1: Yes,
2: yeah. in the beginning, they, they did, yeah, yeah. The beginning yeah they, they swapped it out because they realized
1: they wanted to make him a reoccurring character, is so they one had some new they in. made for the better. Yeah. Oh my yeah.
2: god. Oh my god. The Vietnam. I just flashback. watched the episode. I just watched the episode <laughs> where. I
3: just watched the episode where, um, Jerry and George dated the same girl.
4: Oh. And then uh, she dumps the him because bro. his oh.
3: because she went to his
1: show and it wasn't it
3: was it horrible. Wasn't funny, it wasn't funny. <laughs> One of the
1: funniest ones, which I don't think you're there yet, um, where, where they made they made fun of uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, actually, it was the Muffin Stump episode. Chuck, you haven't they, seen the Muffin they, <laughs> Stump yet. <laughs> well, well, I brought, don't get They is brought it? Newman they're in. Having, Newman, in having... Newman in to be the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I need a glass of milk in <laughs> two hours. I love that it when was hilarious. when
0: when
3: when his apartment gets robbed because of um, what's his name, Kramer leaves the door open, yeah, because Elaine's <laughs> staying there and it gets robbed, and he's like, "You don't have insurance." He's like, "No, I invested in this like D twenty nine thing and it works great. The one flaw is it only works when the door is." close and it's the <laughs> deadbolt for the what well, it's great is they get it, stupid arguments and stupid conversation about it's lit I've known it's been a show about nothing all my life but it's just like as I'm watching it I'm like it
1: really is a show about nothing
3: it's like show. you can literally watch any nothing. episode at any point in time and you haven't missed anything for the, for the rest of the you haven't missed anything
2: <laughs> it's a show about nothing
3: so, but sorry for the tangent. We can go back to everything.
2: I'm just, it's just, it's just about nothing.
1: <laughs> it really is. It and, really is. It's, and it's, it's just, it's amazingly done. You know, and you get the little jokes in the beginning, whatever, you know, a little Les Claypool opening. And then uh, whatever you, you get. You are disrespecting
2: Les Claypool. Anyways,
1: <laughs> see, I used to think that. I used to think that's such that. That's a that slap what was in the
2: face. <laughs> like, like he's only good for this. <laughs> but, come
1: on, man! That's so mean. I used no, to do think. You, do you remember? Do you remember in um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, where they were, they, they, they were, <laughs> he was the, the guy who did the keys for the TV show, and in the middle of it, he's like they're doing this real serious scene it was right after he got dumped so he just didn't care about his job anymore <laughs> so they're like Boop. They're like here's some really intense thing and he's like boom on the keys
0: <laughs>
1: it didn't fit at all nope. um no i was going to get into that. we were talking about music i know i know we're going all over the place but we were talking about like um, the people who did the music for the show for the movie here and it fit well it was great there was one thing that really stands out um. So in Thor: Love and Thunder, oh god, uh, I know we talked about it. We talked about it briefly, but what they did was they used November Rain, and it fit perfectly. the The end part, you know, when we're built up to a dunna, 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 You should tell
3: all about it since he's seen it.
1: I'm just saying they used it very well, as opposed to the opposite, which was the Adam Project. In the Adam Project they use foreplay um, from from Boston. I haven't seen it yet. And it, you didn't see the Adam Project Project? I thought oh, we uh, all yes, watched so,
3: it. Yes, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used that song by Boston and it did not fit. <laughs> it it took me out of the movie. Because I love I love the song. It's fantastic. I can't
2: but yet can't, what what, I, what I just, is it? I can't. See, I when I remember a couple of weeks ago I looked up the track list for that movie and I saw November yeah. Rain, and I'm like <laughs> This doesn't I still see, I can't see it. Like I that does not how it worked brilliant. It worked brilliantly done.
1: <sighs> I I I I will be honest when when music that song. when I I, I cannot when, stand that song, but when when music and visuals match up perfectly, I literally tear up. I teared up at that moment.
3: Bunny eyes. I
1: I was so excited. It, you can ask Chuck. He was right next to me. I Bunny was like, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Bunny eyes. Like like I looked like Puss in Boots, you know, in, uh in Shrek 2. I was just like, oh. But it it was great. It was perfect. I loved it. Um, but the Adam Project when they used that foreplay, you know, before um, you know, what I'm talking about foreplay from Boston. Yeah. It 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 did not fit with that scene that fight scene at the end it just it was so thrown in there as if somebody just had the radio playing in the background while they shot the movie it did not fit and I I hate I hate to be to rip on that song. I love that song it's a fantastic song but it was not meant to be in a fight scene in a movie at least not that fight scene not the way they did it sweet dreams I was very x-men apocalypse
2: sweet dreams x-men apocalypse you think that was really out of place no I think that was perfect well, that was perfect. I yeah. Think okay, then that I, I was, gonna, was perfect. Yes, that was great. I, I, think I time even like time in a bottle. I think time in a bottle was out of place. I don't think it was out of place. It like made, okay, way like so, because we we, we we talked about it, and I see it yeah. as a little bit more sad than the two of you did. But after, after that conversation, I kind of went back and I thought, well, I'm taking it as something sad because of the song. Like the song is trying right. to invoke the this song emotional so reaction. Yeah. But the scene isn't supposed to be emotional. It's supposed to be funny. That's why I'm saying that Time in a Bottle really doesn't fit there. Yeah. What scene was that from, but again? Time in, that a was bo- from time in a Bottle is the um, quicksilver scene in Days of Future Past. Yeah. Oh, you're right.
1: If I could put time yeah, sure. in a bottle. Don't. When he's running around through the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyways, um, back to everything everywhere all at once, if we can. Oh. Yeah, remember? We're not talking, talking about, about Seinfeld that? anymore. <laughs> we just went around the world anyways as we were saying from before yeah lee said it perfectly well that's how we got onto this whole subject because you were like he's literally quoting lines in the song and it's from the scene that we're on right here when we right. basically get a little bit of
1: the expo dump the,
2: a little bit of an expo dump you know Tupaki, she's building something we don't know what it is but we basically know it's the reason why things feel off your clothes don't fit the same your hair doesn't fall down the same way the taste of coffee is wrong nobody trusts their neighbor anymore and then we see Deirdre, who she staples a piece of paper to her forehead, and this is verse jumping, basically doing uh-huh. something stupid, and then hitting the button that's attached to the thing in your ear. And so she the lets, thing lets is, out this so, howl. She like, when like, we Jamie saw her Lee before. Jamie lets out this howl, and it's ridiculous. And
1: when we, saw, when we saw her before in the other universe, she had a circle drawn on her forehead, so when we saw her here, she stapled a paper with that circle- on her forehead. Yes. So it was. It was. It was symbolic for us to know. Oh, it's the same one from that universe. Yes. So they're
2: they're, we're, we're, they're jumping all over the place now, and the way that she, the way that Jamie Lee Curtis was menacing and like taunting here. Like yeah. it, like I felt like this should have been her in some of those Jason movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not Jason, not Jason.
2: Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael oh Myers. Halloween. Yeah, that was Halloween. I
1: apologize.
2: You I should. apologize. But no, this that is was, this, that is, was this is her pulling out her inner Michael Myers. Like she was like it was the way that the lights are flickering on and off, the way that she's walking around, she looks like <laughs> she, an she absolute was great. she looks like a basket case. <laughs> she was great. She looks like she an was absolute so good. basket case. It's amazing. <laughs> she was so great. Anyways, so Alpha Wayman has to find a way to compete. So he has to do something stupid and crazy. (laughs) So he's told by the people who are back in the van giving him orders that he has to give himself paper cuts in between all of his fingers. All five. Oh, this this was that was hard to watch. That was so painful oh, because he kept on missing <laughs> <laughs> and trying it again. And then and
1: when
2: he like, like, know, eventually it's, it's so, gets it, like, he, I he says it though.
1: He's like, "It's so much harder. It's so much harder to try it. Like it only happens you by accident do that on when purpose. you're trying. You
2: can't do it. You can't do it on purpose. You have to. It and it. it People. And when it when he does do it, the, the music is like,
4: yeah. Oh, you're like, Ugh. God.
2: Even that reminds th- even me of. Um, and, about it and gives me the creeps.
1: They did that in one of the Jackass movies, I believe, where where Steve O was doing. They were doing paper cuts in between their fingers and on the um the oh. sides of their mouths, right on this on this on, on the the crease on their mouths. Oh. And yeah, I'm like, okay, they had to be on on lots of drugs or very <laughs> drunk in order to do that stuff because I'm like so- nobody in their right mind. Would just willingly give themselves a paper cut. It's the most, right next to a cardboard cut. Cardboard cuts are really bad. If you ever worked in a place yes. like a warehouse yes. when you're dealing with, it, you know horrible. it, you get it. They are, they are horrible. worse,
2: so much worse, so much worse. So oh much worse. man, you know what's worse? A splinter in your fingernail. That's worse.
1: That is not fun. No,
2: <laughs> that nope. hurts. Been there, that really hurts. done that. That really, really hurts. Oh. Warehouse stuff. So.
3: You know what's even worse? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Taking employee of the month awards. And, uh, you know,
2: inserting them. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to the insertion later on. Are we still not there? Oh, my. We're still not there. We'll get there. We'll get there, gentlemen. Don't worry. So. As I was saying, he has to give himself paper cuts so that he can tap into another alternate version of himself and get the ability to actually compete with this woman who is just stalking him now at this point. But uh, he's not able to really do that. So he gave himself all these paper cuts for absolutely no reason, because right before he's about <laughs> to press the button, Deidre grabs him, gives him a helicopter spin, a backbreaker, and then draw- and then drop kicks him into the next room and barricades the door so he has no other choice but to stay in there. And, now Evelyn, and At that
1: point, we realize we realize that she was a professional wrestler. Yes, that was that's because that, like, The first we were like, did like sumo? Maybe she's sumo? No, no, no just 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 Straight WWE.
2: Up, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now Evelyn has no choice. She must first jump so that she can defend herself and save the world. I guess. And in order to do that, she needs to be, she needs to tap into another universe, and the one that's closer to her, and the ridiculous thing that she has to do to accomplish this is to tell Deirdre that she loves her, and that it has to be meaningful. Like, it can't just be, I love you, and then all of, no. Because the first attempt, she fails, and she pushes the button anyway, and she ends up into her car next to her husband, and now they're just arguing about their marriage and whatnot. And all this time, Evelyn is beating, I'm sorry, Evelyn is being beaten by Deirdre. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an absolute mess of a, of a thing to describe. I can't do it justice at all. Alpha Wayman decides that perhaps he made a mistake, and this is not the Evelyn that he seeks. So he leaves. Eventually gets, eventually Evelyn gets, blah, 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 blah. eventually Evelyn gets it, telling Deborah that telling, <laughs> telling Deirdre that she loves her. And boom, she pushes the button and all of a sudden she becomes Neo.
1: Well, she told her multiple times and it didn't happen. She she didn't didn't mean it until the knee was literally like touching her face. And then it kicks in. That was what made this whole thing. She was jumping down a stairway. With her knee ready to smash oh, yeah. through her skull. It was, it was and then to at the go last down. second, she says it in a way that's exactly what she needed to do. It was weird. I love you. And. And boom, she's Neo. It just switched. That was pretty awesome. Yes.
2: It was so well done. And she's able to handle Deirdre with absolute ease.
1: Which basically she just moved out of the she way. Moved, well, she moved out of the way. <laughs>
2: And then basically turns into Neo at the end of the first Matrix movie, like all surprised (laughs) about what she's doing. (laughs) She can't get get a grasp on this, but okay, she saw her life without (laughs) her husband, and it was beautiful. These are the words that come out of her mouth. Yep. Almost immediately. Oh, I'm sorry. The person that she grabbed this ability from was a woman in another universe, another Evelyn in another universe, who basically becomes a famous actress because she's just a really good martial artist. So basically, gently mm-hmm. <laughs> over there.
1: Basically her because of Crouching Tiger. So it was just.
2: Okay. Almost immediately. I mean, Crouching Tiger,
1: this... Hidden Dragon was a huge movie. I actually never saw it. Neither did I. But I remember it, that was like a really big deal. Chuck definitely saw it because he's a huge martial arts fan. Oh, well, then... No, you never saw it? No, nope. you're, all, that you're all about that. Wow. wow. So immediately Sorry, she was... it was
3: one of the first where it was like everything was like running across treetops. I thought it was stupid.
1: Yeah, it, it looked pretty stupid, but people people raved about it and then they made fun of it and scary movie and all yeah. that stuff. And
2: yeah, she immediately wants to stay in the other universe where she's a famous actress and she also wants her husband to know how beautiful her life could have been without him. Alpha yeah. Wayman warns against this kind of behavior. Says this is basically what created Tubaki. Okay, that that's that's great. Um, she experiences every world and every probability at the same time. She's lost her sense of reality and any sense of objective truth. Yeah, sure. Meanwhile, yep. <laughs> meanwhile, back in her life as a superstar, she sees that version of Wayman off in the distance, and the two come together and talk for a moment. And needless to say, there's still somewhat of an attraction there. So we're beginning to see what this movie is really about. Evelyn's attention is pulled back, and the cops are there arresting everybody. What is No. You're going to break your camera doing that. Arrest.
4: <laughs> you want to take a break? Arrest? What? No.
2: <laughs> All right. I'm going to turn your camera off then. <laughs> 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 okay. What was I saying? Meanwhile, Superstar off in the distance. This is an attraction. Evelyn is pulled back to the real world, and there are cops there just arresting everybody. And that's when Jabba Tupaki arrives with her pet pig. And she. Okay, absolutely you've, ch- you've, ch-
1: you've changed the name too, which is hilarious. Because just like Evelyn, you keep changing this character's name. I keep saying Tupaki. No, you you you've been saying Tupaki, Tubaki, uh Tubaki and that you just said Jabba. I didn't
2: this say time. Jabba. You said, you said Jabba Nabokki. Joba. <laughs> whatever whatever the name is. <laughs> I'm just going to say Joy from now on because it's Joy. Jojo Jojo jo Chewbacca. So anyways, Joy arrives with her pet pig and everybody gets wrecked. The first officer that gets in her way, she basically turns into confetti. The second officer uh-huh. that gets in her way gets gunned down while he's trying to do a mariachi dance, and the third <laughs> officer gets his skull driven into the floor, snapping his neck in basically two.
4: You yep. got wrong here? Yep.
3: Yeah,
1: sure. Nope, not at all. Okay.
2: Is this the Pretty Is this on. the, uh, the, scene? Yes, the it hallway? Is. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, T-Paki, it is. T'Paki, well, Joy, then gets shot, and she's acting like she's hurt. <sighs> she's bending over. Oh, my God. Don't worry. It's organic. And what supposedly <laughs> blood turns into organic ketchup. Finally, yep. another officer tries to knock her out with his nightstick, but uh, yeah, <gasps> she turns it into a toy—a giant, a giant sex toy. Fluffy, it is toy. flopping around. <laughs> it's really, really long. This thing is massive—three like feet. <laughs> this thing is like three feet long, <laughs> and she beats this two cop feet, two bloody feet. with it. And then she gets two of them. Then she she has two of them, and she continues to beat this cop bloody, and then does a pose <laughs> with both of them in her hands, and they are both a bloody mess. The visual <laughs> of her holding these two feet, three feet long toys <laughs> that are bloody is disgusting, it's but horrible. it's hilarious. It's horrible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's so (laughs) stupid, but it works. It works. See, the
3: thing is, is if it was was in any other movie aside for this one, it wouldn't have worked. It would have been gratuitous if it was in any other movie. Right. Right. But with everything that happens in this movie, it is. if you took each individual thing, each thing would have been off-putting and ridiculous, but they put it all into one movie. And you're like, oh, that just happened. And then you see it again, you're like, oh, that happened too. And then it all (laughs) happens and you're like, oh, it just makes the movie
2: that much better. It makes the movie hilarious. Yep. So Joy then starts to try to intimidate Evelyn. Now, Evelyn, she tries to make a jump so she can, you know, get some powers going on her own and defend herself or, or fight or whatever she wants to do. But all she does is end up peeing herself. When she does eventually jump, she jumps into a universe where people have hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> hot dog fingers. Not just hot dogs, but inside of inside, each hot dog, Inside of each hot dog is mustard and ketchup. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> then this movie commits <laughs> but, its greatest. But, so all, let but, me finish this one part, and then I'm going to let you go. This movie commits its biggest crime, in my opinion, Making fun of 2001 is Space Odyssey. <laughs>
1: Space Odyssey.
2: Because we get the chimps that are at the beginning of Space Odyssey, only the chimp with the hot dog fingers kills the regular chimp with the regular hand. <laughs> and we get the music from 2001 and everything. And the apes are going legit ape. Just in celebration that they've won. Just like yeah. in 2001. Only with, 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 with hot dog fingers. This was, I, I hated that. I hated that they the had a Invoke is- 2001. Uh, well, of course I, they
1: had to. I didn't hate it at all. It made perfect sense I, I, for what they were doing. No. <laughs> I think for what they were doing it had to. The no. whole
3: time when she's when you you come back to the real universe and you see her sitting there trying to you know fight with, fight with
2: with 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 her regular hands, but she thinks her hands are hot dogs, they're just limp. Yeah,
1: but
0: right she, she looked it's she
2: hilarious. looked
1: like a T-Rex the way she was doing it though. She didn't look like she had hot dog fingers, she just looked like a Tyrannosaurus. Well Rex. she didn't
2: have hot dog fingers, she just thought that she did for whatever reason. But whatever. Right. So, anyways, after they get done doing that, we then go to Evelyn who has her hot dog fingers and she's watching the same musical that she was watching before in her laundromat, only The people have hot dog (laughs) fingers, and then they just start eating each other's fingers, and there's mustard and ketchup all over the place.
1: Gushing, it's so disgusting! It's so (laughs) disgusting. I wanted to vomit. This grossed me out
3: more than the other two scenes that we've talked about. This This, this was the most disgusting thing. This was was
2: so. (laughs) And they're just, and and the two the two people who are doing this musical. They've got the fingers in their mouth. They're all about it. It's they're, disgusting. They are slurping it's... up all of this mustard and ketchup. They are they're going to town. So my question, my question is, they're doing this. Does does it heal? Like, does the the like when they're biting the the, the 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 hot dog hands? Like when they're done biting and they like go you know away. Does it heal and then the mustard and ketchup just come back or do they have to go somewhere and like get like more mustard and ketchup injected into? You know what? You know what bothers me even more is you've actually thought about that
3: question. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I watched the scene and I went that's awful and I never let it go back. <laughs> and Will's going, "So how does this work actually?" <laughs> yes, yes. So, let's work. get in let's get into the actual physics works. here. I want I want to understand the biology of these hot dog fingers <laughs> I mean, and I mean, and
2: finger, how does this how does Cuz if you bite your fingers right it, now, is to the, is the point ketchup where they, the blood? No, it's or, not blood. Or or it's is, ketchup. Is,
0: like, I'm all, is the
2: mustard the the pus?
1: Uh, 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 no, it's
0: actual yes.
2: mustard and ketchup. No, it's actual mustard and I never thought that it was blood or pus. I th- it's actual yeah, but, but mustard what, and ketchup. Um, but I'm,
1: what what determines between which is which is mustard and which is ketchup? The color?
3: The color one, yellow But uh, yeah. well, what's, what's yellow it coming out red? of?
1: But what's it coming? Is is every finger different? One finger is ketchup, you and the other finger don't is mustard. You know until well, you well, bite one, it. one is relish.
2: You know what? In all honesty, you you might have a point here because on one of the fingers, I noticed that the ketchup that was coming out was a little pinker. So I was thinking, is there mayo mixed into this one? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
1: don't want
3: to. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice surprise because you don't know until
2: you bite it. That's interesting. So one could be ketchup, one could be mustard, one could be ketchup, one could be mayo. Eh. One could be sauerkraut. Sure. You never know until you take a chunk. I mean, sauerkraut is disgusting, but it's disgusting. Yes,
3: (laughs) but well, but the fact that we're actually having this conversation (laughs) right now. This wasn't the scene I thought so, you would be stuck on for a while. So
2: Lee Lee will be the first one to tell you when it comes to me and the types of conversations that I'm willing to have, nothing is off the table. I'll go I'll go anywhere. I don't care. Nothing is off the table. So obviously, when yeah. I saw this, was I grossed out? Yeah, a little bit. But you're right. I want to know how this works. I want to know if these <laughs> fingers heal or not, and if the and if the body just naturally rep, re, re, replenishes the condiments. <laughs> the condiments.
1: So, 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 my family went on a vacation this past week, and I can't tell you how many hot dogs we cooked, and I could not cook these hot dogs without being like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, thankfully,
0: you also had. You know, that's the one thing had... you
2: didn't see, though, because all you saw was like finger and condiment. You never saw, like, the dog. The finger was the dog. Yeah. I thought the finger was, like, more like the bun. No, no the, finger the finger's was the, hot hot the hot dog. Each the finger's finger the hot was dog. A yeah, yes, was they a were law. just hot dog fingers. I get it, but it didn't. I, like, I don't know. The color was off. I don't know. That's because it was flesh <laughs> color versus a guess they hot were dog. flesh color. They were hot dog flesh fingers. That was the whole hot point. I, okay, fine. Fine. I, they, they I, were I take back that flopped like statement dogs. that I made.
1: But they you were just these big, long well, hot dogs. They were foot-long hot dogs. There were no buns happening? involved. It was just big, giant hot dog fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I sent you guys that picture. Oh, I think we lost Will. I think we lost Will. He just rose in like... That's the greatest picture ever. I'm, I'm taking just, a photo.
4: So why So am I. <laughs>
1: Alright, so yes, nasty, nasty little hot dog fingers, and, uh, I don't know what else to say about that, except I really hope we can move on and not talk about this anymore. I don't want to think about these disgusting little hot dog fingers. So, anyway, um, wow, this is the worst time to stop. Uh, Right in the middle of Hot Dog Fingers? Right in the middle of Hot Dog Fingers. Um, But she can't do anything because all she's got is Hot Dog Fingers. Can you stop? Yep. He's
4: he's so excited.
1: Uh, He just
3: can't hide it.
1: Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I know he wants to. Uh, so, hey, welcome hey, back.
2: hang on.
1: We sent you a picture of your amazing smile.
2: What did you? Hang on. Oh,
1: did you send one too?
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> That's what you were frozen on, and we're just like, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've had internet problems on and off all day. Yeah,
1: I hardwired today.
2: Okay. Anyway. Anyways, I miss a lot of what you guys said. (laughs) We just said
1: hot dog fingers, and let's move on, please.
2: (laughs) You want to move on from the hot dog fingers? Please. Please. Okay. Uh, I kind of want a hot dog now. (�에서) Anyways... We get some, some expo dump from Joy, who is Tabaki, who basically can be everywhere and do anything that she wants to. And she, uh, she got bored one day and just decided to put everything on a bagel, all her hopes and dreams, every breed of dog, every personal add-on Craigslist. And uh, the thing is, when you put everything on a bagel, nothing really matters anymore. Everything gets sucked in all the pain and disappointment, nothing really matters with your life. The one thing that I think is funny about this, I want to read some of these Craigslist ads. Did you guys pause on this at all? No, I didn't. No, no.
1: Seeking,
2: seeking vengeful woman, hoping to find a spiteful woman to spend a miserable year with who will crash my car. Leave me with a lawyer, mortgage and emotional scarring. (laughs) Yum. Hang on. Yum. B.O. Walmart. Money, money. Caught you trying on deodorant in aisle nine. Smell you after you ran away. Nothing to be embarrassed of. I love that stank, baby. Hit my line. I take lunch breaks at the Panera table by the door. Wear your best. <laughs> <laughs> cash to tickle, woman for man, magnificent mile. Looking to give some extra cash to a man with cute feet to tickle. Send pictures of your feet and must shower before we meet up. Prefer a higher pitched laugh and facial hair. Oh, or should I say?
0: (laughs) So, as all this
2: is going on and Evelyn is being shown everything, her father, Gong Gong, comes roaring in on his wheelchair, knocking Joy through a wall.
1: And he flies through like he's, a, he's a, like a jetpack. He's got a whole that he's thing. got a
2: whole jet system going on in this wheelchair. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's a transformer. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So, what's actually going on? Well, later we learn that Evelyn was chosen because, as Chuck asked uh, earlier, she has so many life goals she never accomplished. She's capable of anything because she's so bad at everything. Sure. <laughs> Joy, who's back to normal and has absolutely no idea what's going on, enters the room, and Evelyn ties her up, and she's trying to explain that they're both being puppets, like in the movie Rakakuni.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have, so have you so, ever seen Ratatouille? No. Well, you've never seen Ratatouille? That no. you don't understand half of this? I mean, well. 80% of this entire part. I, I probably so know. I mean it's it's pretty spot on. I understand you know. the concept. She, it's a she rat explains that teaches a guy it. how to cook. isn't it teach well, him. It's a, it's a rat him. That, that controls him by pulling on certain parts of his hair that could like it's like a trigger point that controls his arms. It, it's it's a, it's actually a really great movie for an animated film. Okay. Um, but the the fact that there's this sixty year old woman who's calling something Rakakuni. It really, it it reminds me of every 60-year-old woman today who just doesn't (laughs) understand and is just messing stuff up. But then again, I laugh even harder because it's an Asian woman who clearly had a bootleg copy of of an asylum film version of Ratatouille, which is called Rakakuni, and that's what she knew. That's what makes it even funnier she because it like, apparently raccoon, it existed. Hilarious. Yeah. So the whole thing was there was this real rakkaconi that she eventually bumps and we yeah, eventually we see. Eventually get <laughs> we eventually
2: get rakkaconi. We eventually get
1: rakkaconi, and when that happened, that's when I I couldn't stop laughing because I couldn't
2: believe they actually were like, oh, it's a real thing. It's rakkaconi. Here he is. So we find out that uh, Evelyn's father isn't Evelyn's father from this universe. He's just some head honcho from another universe who's basically calling all the shots and, and trying to contain everything that's going on here. And he insists that Evelyn kill Joy, which ain't going to happen because that's her daughter, for having sex. Well, yeah. Wasn't... Isn't
1: he actually his her father in the other universe as well? I guess. It's never... But it's just...
2: I guess so. Sure. Right. It it was never. It was
1: never specifically said that Joy was actually her daughter. There is that line at the end of
2: the movie. I can't lose another loved one or something like that. So you might you might have a point. Right. They
1: they they kind of put it where it was like, well, if you're, hmm. So here here we get this weird thing where let's say Doctor Strange. We go multiverse of madness. Every every single universe you go to. There's a Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Yet, there are three different actors playing Spider-Man, or playing Peter Parker in No Way Home. So there's that. So we're we're seeing a lot of different, you know, what it looks like in an alternate universe. Um, In The Flash, for example, um, there was another Barry Allen that looked totally different and was it played by a different actor. But there was also another Barry Allen who was just not the Flash. He was just a smart dude, you know? So when when you're going different universes, sometimes there's a relation, you know, where people are actually the same actor, same person, in a sense, but they just live a different life. Mm. And then sometimes it's actually just a totally different person that happens to be in that position with that same name, you know, or the same powers or whatever. So... I like that we have now with the DC universe, the Marvel universe, and then whatever you want to call this, the A twenty
2: four universe. Um, A24, we have the A twenty four universe. Yes, because yes, all say of the movies that. that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, they're all connected and eh, they're all the same. They might, hey, maybe they are. No, no. The, hey, the, the, we didn't realize. we didn't not realize
0: in the same universe as
1: Uncut Gems.
0: <laughs> are you sure? <laughs>
1: Are you sure? Because that's a different universe where Adam Sandler's a really great dramatic actor. <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's all connected. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, so now we get the thing. She wants to save her daughter. It's pretty clear now that that's what she's trying to do. We then get Evelyn, who does a couple of more jumps to hopefully become a bit more like her daughter, so that she can compete. She starts dancing awkwardly, then she puts some hand sanitizer in her ears and she starts whistling and there's dialogue going on down below in um, you know, caption form and she's just going on about how she's going to save her daughter. <laughs> this is this is this is more disgusting to me than the hot dog hands. She wipes some snot off of Gong Gong's nose and then puts that same finger inside of his mouth. <laughs> And that is,
1: that is the main reason I didn't ask my wife to watch this movie after. That is so like, gross. What?
2: That is so gross. That is so disgusting. <laughs> it was hilarious. We then see a version of Evelyn who's a cleaning lady in the same room, just in a different universe, and she discovers a secret room where there is a man being let out by his dominatrix. Uh huh. So in the other universe, Evelyn, Joy, and her husband hide in said room. Gong Gong calls for a whole bunch of backup, and we see. Oh! All- Bunch of people doing all kinds of ridiculous things to make jumps themselves, so everybody's going to come in and fight Evelyn to prevent her from saving her daughter. Evelyn finds yeah. a version of her who's a blind singer, so now she's Neo, only blind. <laughs> and she's going through, and she's going through all of these people who are coming after her like it's nothing. She's she's fighting all over the place, she's kicking people, she's doing all types of martial arts and acrobatics all over the place. It's an amazing scene. She uh, loses it for a minute. She eats a toy frog, and then all of a sudden, she's a science spinner. This skill gives her the ability to grab a shield, and she continues to wreck house. She throws this shield, this giant body shield, around this room like it's a boomerang, and knocks out, like, easy seven of them, like it's nothing. Just bong, bong, bong on each one of their heads. It's fabulous. It's amazing. it's amazing. She later down. Well, she leaves this room and then she goes out into another part of this, the, the, um, the IRS building. And she comes across a woman who is with her dog and she uses her dog on a leash as a weapon. And then she just starts throwing this dog all over the place, trying to hit Evelyn. Oh, yeah. And it ain't happening at all. She downs Evelyn, then downs a two liter bottle of orange soda. And now she can cook. She's a great chef now. <laughs> she's a hibachi chef. Sure. She's a, she's a hibachi chef. And so she's really, really good with cooking utensils. So the cooking utensils, the fact that she's a martial artist now, and she's just a blind singer. Everything's kind of coming together, and she's becoming really, really powerful. Okay.
1: Very much, again, Jet Li, the one. Very good like one. These, all these very, things are building up and giving her one. all these skills. Making yeah. her
2: incredibly powerful. Right. She defeats a lady with a dog and sends her off packing and then a man with some med- lead pipes wants to fight. <laughs> the encounter is going pretty well. They're fighting back and forth. She's using all of the skills that she's incorporated over the course of this movie. And but they, they whack each other with these lead pipes and both their devices stop working for a moment so they just kind of start lightly slapping each other. They're like play fighting. It's ridiculous. Okay, so remember those toys that were on Deirdre's desk?
1: <laughs> the,
2: trophies. the trophies. Oh, yes. The trophies that were oddly shaped?
1: Yeah, this is where we yeah, are. Yeah,
2: this guy starts to Guys. Drop, one guy. The start with the one guy. He drops trow and starts to try to sit on one of them. I thought he was sitting on
3: something different before he that was, one he was he was they're, but
2: they're, but de- but but Evelyn and this first guy they're fighting over Tip. this toy
3: <laughs> Evelyn well, is trying Evelyn, before-
2: Evelyn 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 is trying to prevent him from sitting on this toy and that's what this fight is about I For thought most- he was trying to I thought he was trying to sit on something different first No 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 he's no. trying to sit on the toy And the fight's going pretty good until all of a sudden this guy jumps out of nowhere with no pants on. His bottom parts are pixelated and he lands on this toy. The dust cloud comes up and he turns to the camera with a menacing look, pushes the button and he's Jackie Chan. This is (laughs) and and he stands up. He's hey, no, no. Stick with me, guys. He stands up. He stands up. He stands up, does the whole, you know, kung fu, getting ready pose, ready to fight. And with every movement, you see this thing dangling and moving all around. <laughs>
0: this is
2: so bad. So. I have a quick question. And, and, hang on. Let me, let, me, let me finish this. So he's ready to fight. He's ready to fight. And Evelyn and this guy with with this 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 toy hanging out of his backside, bottom part still pic, pixelated, mind you, still still pixelated. <laughs> so take all of the all of the sexuality out of it. Get your mind out of the gullers out there, people. All of, all the while, this thing is hanging, jiggling all over the place while <laughs> he and Evelyn are fighting. Then they they, they they get into pose again, they get into position again, and they're ready to go for round two. When all of a sudden, the first guy that was trying to stick that thing sit on it comes out of nowhere with a different trophy hanging out of him for, for, for whatever reason though like his pants aren't off his pants are on just ripped in nope. the right place and this and this thing is just hanging like sticking out like like full yep. on sticking out so now also it's all f- pixelated so no it's not pixelated it's it's because th- his pants are on the first guy's pixelated this guy no pixelation because his pants are on you, you you don't need that here so so now it's a now it's a three-way. Now it's a three-way. And um the three of them Five are fi- sure. And now the three of them are all fighting. The fight comes to an end when one is flying up top, the other one is scaling the floor on the bottom, and Evelyn reaches and simultaneously uh, removes these things from where they are <laughs> stuck, and they both just go flying into the wall and they're done. I've got nothing to say. Thoughts on this fight, gentlemen? Yeah. You, I just have I just have one question, <laughs> just one. I have a I have a ton of questions, but oh, uh, about I'll, the movies. I'll, how do I'll, I? I'll listen to but yours. I, I
3: just have one question. Well, it's it's one que- it's two questions in one. First question: How long did it take you to type all that out <laughs> to write it down? And two. <clears throat> How did you force yourself to steadily read all of that
2: without <laughs> breaking down in laughter the entire time? I, I, I did say that this movie was a chore to take notes for. I, I <laughs> opened with that. This is one of the reasons why, because of how ridiculous. It's it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. You're sitting this there is Typing hilarious. this out going, I thought I would never type this out. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to be as clean as possible. Me, it's hard. Keep, keep in keep in, they, they, mind, they, they, keep in mind. that while <laughs> that while this fight is 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 going, it's very Matrix. It's very Kill Bill. Like that's what this scene is kind of ripping on. Only just imagine things inserted into body parts the entire time. The entirety of the time, like the whole time. <laughs> we then cut to. We then cut to uh, the other universe's Evelyn, the one who's a, a famous actress, the famous martial artist, and they're watching what is taking place with this fight scene on a big movie screen, and the entire theater erupts in laughter when the Evelyn on screen looks at what she has in her hand and is disgusted and just drops them both on the ground. Yep. All this happened.
3: It happened. In All a movie. of this happened. And we watched it. <laughs> And if, it wasn't questions? In this, and if it wasn't no in questions, this
0: movie, no,
3: no this is one of those <laughs> things where if it wasn't in this movie, we would be going, what the heck did we just watch? Oh, did you watch Too
1: Many Cooks yet? No. Too Many Cooks.
4: <laughs> anyways. Is this the, the end part? So.
2: Anyways. Okay. So, out of nowhere, her father Gong Gong comes along and pins her to a wall. She has to get out of this. Luckily a fly lands. She snorts it. The button turns green. She pushes it and we then get pinky power. Her, 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 she she she's she's training kill bill she's style and her pinkies power. turn into muscles and she's able to break free. Pink
1: giant biceps.
2: Giant biceps on her pinkies. Anyways. I could never have taken notes for this movie. So more more baddies are on the way. There's an untold amount of them. And each one, each one of these baddies gets defeated with her pinkies. She knocks one of them in the chin. She just flicks him (laughs) in the chin. He goes flying 10 feet into the air. Comes crashing down. She puts the (laughs) pinky on his chest and drives him into the earth.
0: (laughs) It's so bad. We think we're
2: getting the final battle. We think we're getting the final battle because all of a sudden joy arrives. Joy arrives. And we think this is going to be it, right? We think this is going to be it, but it's not. Evelyn throws up all over the place and passes out. The end. We're done, guys.
4: We're all done. That's it.
2: The end. All right, have a good one, everybody. What I don't get.
3: (laughs) My one question about this movie so far is, does it matter what you do that is stupid that brings you to a different universe, or do you do a specific thing for a specific universe?
2: The movie starts with you have to do a specific thing to go to a specific universe, but Evelyn's just winging it. She's just doing anything that's crazy, and whatever she gets, she gets. Right. There was nobody right. that told her to snort a fly. There was nobody that told her to wipe snot inside of her father's mouth. Like none of nope. this was told to her. She just does it. That's what makes her the one. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. She's well, willing no, She's her... willing to go there. Daughter is kind of the one. Yes. Uh, yeah, but, but we don't see her daughter the... doing any of this. Like, we don't see her daughter obtaining any any of these abilities. Her her daughter's already there.
3: She's already there. She's already there. Her husband, Alpha Wayman, whatever, tells her that she already did that, and she's already brought everything into her at once. So, I mean, overall, I loved the movie. It was a fantastic movie. Awesome movie. Mm -hmm. Awesome movie.
2: But a twist. But? Because there's more... Oh, it's not over. Oh, no, it's not What's over. It's a twist. Oh, it's not over. I was psyched out when I first watched it. I thought it was So that was I. It. I thought so that was the Really? End. Yeah, I thought, I that thought was, it uh, was the end too. I didn't pay attention to the runtime. And you know what? You know what sells it for me? There's so much that happens in this first part of the movie. It feels a lot longer than it actually is. It does.
3: This, the, the next this, part this of the movie,
2: is, though, movie is more. Is only This movie is only about two hours and 15 minutes, give or take. And the first part of this movie, everything we just described, it felt like... The whole thing. It felt like two and a half hours. It felt it really, really long. So when it ended here, I was like, whoa, that's it? It ends with Evelyn, you know, throwing up and passing out right here? Oh, well, That's a really odd. I thought that there was going to be a sequel or a part two or a continuation of the story. Well, I, I thought was there was not... a part
3: two because it did say part one. <laughs> exactly, yeah,
2: you're right. You're absolutely right. So I was but like, I didn't oh, think okay. was, I didn't think it was going to be part two right away. I thought it, it might have been. Neither did I. I did not see this coming, and I was pleasantly surprised. We then see Evelyn, who's having a really hard time staying in one universe at one time. She's jumping all over the place and really having her mental faculties are not all there. She's being sucked and pulled all over the place. It's ridiculous. The chef with the raccoon on his head that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that raccoon tries to kill her. That that, That was fun to do. The guy didn't want any part of this. He's like, no, please, no. But the raccoon is like, no, she's seen too much. We see Deidre with her hot dog hands, and she's approaching Evelyn. She wants some sexy time, but that ain't really going down. She pretty much leaves her high and dry, and Deidre and that universe starts to cry into her hot dog hands. They (laughs) actually throw in a splat sound effect when she puts her hand to her face. (laughs) It sounded ridiculous. Anyway, she finally lands back where she belongs, at her table, doing her taxes. And we just get the subtitle everywhere, or part two everywhere. Yep. Yeah, sure.
4: I'm going to wait for him to get back. You could. What is happening? Hello? Hi, welcome back. Is he frozen again? No. Oh. oh I guess he is. Christ. Hello there. Sorry about
2: that. Anyways... <clears throat> So, we're approaching what is the final act of the film. And in this act, Evelyn has shown the true meaning of the bagel. Joy didn't create this bagel to destroy everything. She just created it to destroy yourself. Hmm. Right? For some reason, is this a part where they turn into rocks? Uh, the first time? Yeah. Maybe? They turn into rocks and they end up on some weird planet that really wasn't fit for life. And as rocks, they begin a dialogue with each other. She's tired of being everywhere and knowing everything. And she was hoping that Evelyn would be able to see something different. And she's going to walk into the bagel and see if she can actually die. And and she's just happy that she won't be doing it alone. I feel like I'm missing stuff.
4: No. Maybe. They do go through kind of
3: like in Multiverse of Madness, they do go through a series of different You're right. Universes together. But they do it better. They see, you know, like a drawing of the kind of like in a animated part where they're drawn. They're this universe where they're rocks together. They're in multiple different universes. And they end up in this mountain range as two just random rocks that happen to be side by side and they have some of the most in-depth conversation through the entirety of the film compared even more even more so than other films too but it's actually what brings the connection between the two of them and Evelyn now knows you know this brings them closer in this part than the mm-hmm. entirety of than the whole
2: film so as right. rocks, the two of them have this really beautiful conversation, and Evelyn basically apologizes for ruining everything. And Joy, in 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 some ways, kind of says, "You know what? It's not your fault. We're people. We're stupid. It's kind of our whole deal." And the two of them laugh about it and they laugh it off. But the, I'm not doing it justice at all because I just when I when I watch this, I was just enthralled. And I, every time I watch that scene, it just, it really hits me. I think it's fantastic. And you're, just the fact that it's silent, there's no music, they're just rocks, there's like a desert landscape, maybe there's some wind and everything going on in the background, and you're just reading what these two people are talking about, and in a lot of ways, they're just trying to damage, like, what is their fractured relationship. It's fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. Um, as they're approaching the bagel, well, they're back in, in, in regular, like livable people. They're approaching this bagel and they're going to walk into it. And joy is just happy that she's not going to be doing this alone. Where is this bagel? Anyways, I never really understood that
3: it's in this like hall of, some she sort. built, I'm, I'm assuming yeah.
2: that joy built like this pocket universe where this bagel exists. Yep. That's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Okay. You got something different? No. I I have no idea. So So as they're approaching this bagel, Evelyn's attention gets pulled back towards a laundromat. The IRS lady is there, and she's ready to seize it. Obviously, she missed her 6 o'clock appointment. Evelyn really doesn't care about all that though, because she's being seduced by the power of the bagel. At the spot where she passed out, she wakes up. And she gets these flashes of all different versions of herself. They fly across the screen in rapid succession. So literally, she's becoming more and more like Joy, being everywhere all at once. It's exactly what the title of the movie says. And it's amazing. Funny note, while I was doing my research, well, I wasn't really doing research, but when I was looking up different parts for this movie, in this sequence, somewhere along the line, the production team is like spliced in here while they're on like a Zoom meeting. I couldn't find it in the actual film, but if you Google it, you'll be able to find it really easily. It's actually like (laughs) the fact that they just threw something like that in there. I think is really cool. I think it's actually pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Anyways, for some reason, and I can't figure this part out for some reason, she stabs her husband like just out of nowhere. I don't understand why she did it. She just stabs him with this random piece of glass that she has in her hand.
0: Yeah. And he's bleeding.
2: And it's it's, it's really sad. But even though that happened, he gives this really heartfelt speech about how important it is to be kind. And he's full of all kinds of optimism. And he just wants everybody to stop fighting. He's sick of all the fighting and he just wants everybody to stop and be nice to each other. In an alternate universe where Evelyn is famous, her and Wayman, they have a talk about things, about how they didn't work out before. Evelyn clearly wants to try things again, but Wayman's not really on board with this whole thing. Don't give him false hope. We tried this before. It really didn't work. You made the right decisions. I know you see me as weak, but what I'm really good at is seeing the good in everything. And that's basically where that conversation ends until she runs up to him, you know, in classic movie style. Oh, please give us a chance and blah, 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 blah. Right, right, right. Evelyn now sees her husband in somewhat of a new light after hearing all of this. And she decides against going into the bagel and decides to fight for her daughter and her husband and her family. And in the final fight of this movie, she uses a lot of kindness (sighs) instead of violence against everybody that we've met in the movie so far. And she ascends the staircase in an attempt to stop her daughter from entering this bagel. I loved this. There's a guy who was in the beginning of the movie who was just enamored by Evelyn and the perfume that she was wearing because his dead wife used to wear that. So she sprays him with the same cologne. The dominatrix dude from earlier, she puts a ball in his mouth and spanks him. Like, it just gives everybody (laughs) what they want. She brings two people together for a kiss and you hear, like... um you hear wedding music going on in the background. Like she's basically just giving everybody what they want. There's this one guy who's just really angry and she like finds out that he's just mad because he's in so much pain because his back is out of whack. So she just gives him a couple of wax and chops and gives him a realignment and cracks his (laughs) neck. And he's all of a sudden happy all over again. Before all this happened, the most on the nose nod to the matrix where they just open fire on her with all of their guns, and she just stops all of the bullets dead. Yep. But she turns them all into the googly eyes and sends them all back flying towards them. So now there are these <laughs> googly, googly, googly eyes all over the place. <laughs> this is amazing. This is absolutely yeah. amazing. So, Evelyn and Joy, they're at the top of the stairs. They're fighting, and they fight throughout almost all of the universes that we've seen. There's even one that I skipped where they're both pinatas and they just kind of bang into each other. Yep. It, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was fabulous. I thought it was awesome. Yep. But in the end, Joy just wants everything to stop. Yep. Now they don't exactly <clears throat> reconcile the differences, but they do have a talk. Joy's whole problem right now is just whenever she's around her mother, she just seems to make things works and they just seem to make each other unhappy and mad. And she just wants them both to go her separate ways. Evelyn's not really having this, though. She basically says, listen, you're my daughter. I'm upset with you about these things. I'm disappointed about these things. And despite all that, I would still rather be here with you, even though I can go anywhere and do whatever I want. Right. And it's a happy ending. The two of them come back together. They hug. They rejoice. Problem averted. She no longer wants to go into the bagel. Evelyn learns a valuable lesson about family and about how you can't really ignore everybody And for, for the sake of whatever businesses or whatever other things you've got going on. Family basically has to come first Is the overall message of this film. I don't know why we needed toys to tell that story, but that's not really the point. Okay. And the movie ends with Deidre at the IRS office. She's very happy with the new line of paperwork that's going on. And everybody and Evelyn is doing this really awesome thing where at the beginning of the movie, she was paying more attention to her taxes than her family. And she was kind of avoiding that. And now we're in this position where she's at the tax office, not paying attention to what the IRS lady is saying at all. And instead paying a lot of attention to her family, all with a smile on her face. Right. And that's how the movie ends.
0: Yep.
4: So loved every bit of it. As did I yeah the the ending was the ending
1: was rushed. I wouldn't say cliche, huh? rushed yeah,
2: things moved yeah, very it, fast
1: yeah it's it seemed like done <laughs> oh, it's like you know, so our pastor a joke that he's been doing for the past few months is like the end look <laughs> like at the end of it it's like done, the end, oh oh that's that's it, huh oh, okay that's what this kind of seemed like, you know? Like we're we're just going to give you this ending. Now, now do we believe that there might have been another ending, you know, thought of and then they just gave us this? Or do we feel like they just didn't know how to end it and they're like, "Well, uh, here you go." What other it was ending entertaining, would they do? wasn't
2: it? She disappears into I, the maiden and dies? Like is that? I, I don't
1: know. I I don't know. That's why so when you're saying it feels rushed, it's like, "Well, then what would they have done that would have not felt rushed?"
2: I don't know. I'm a, saying, I'm a saying that it feels rushed because the way, that, the way that everything wrapped up, like we go through a whole bunch of different universes with Evelyn, like figuring herself out and, and helping other people and putting other people before that she put, you know, whatever drama was going on in her own head. It just felt like there was nothing to connect her
1: resolution. Right. And this is the problem with indie films. Most indie films have endings like this where you're like, Oh, well it's over. I mean it, it makes sense, but I don't feel like there was a enough time to give closure. Right. Like it, it, it like it's closed, it's done, and I and I accept it, but you're like, but something was missing because we're used to watching a lot of mainstream stuff that's done in Hollywood big. So you know, when big she budget. vomits
2: and passes out, it mm. feels like there should be more after that.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Like, that doesn't feel very resolved. Like, she wakes up and then stabs her husband, and then she does everything with her daughter in front of the bagel, and then all of a sudden, oh, never mind. I've I, I, yeah. I, I've changed my mind about going into this bagel of death with you. Yeah, you know, the hard thing you. is,
3: the hard thing is, is we're so used to movies that when it ends poorly, we know what exactly it's missing. Right. In this, you can't pinpoint what's missing. You just feel like something is. So... Right. Does that attribute to the fact of everything is there and it was just done quickly and it could have extended it? Or is there truly something missing out of the whole thing?
1: Yeah. And that's that's the problem with a lot of indie films. Like I I love some indie films, and when I rewatch them later on, I go, Oh, I remember this being better, but now I'm seeing that there's there really is like a missing piece or something. Mm-hmm. Um so I can't pinpoint what is missing here if there is something missing. Or if it's like a pacing thing or if it's it's there, it's just put in a different spot and just didn't like come full circle the way that
2: it would normally come full circle. I don't know. I don't know Um, if it's I don't. Okay, so I don't know if it's a pacing thing. I just think I think it's I think it might be like a character thing, like her whole Hmm. resolution comes from her seeing her husband in a different light when he does the whole thing in the universe where Um, She's a martial artist, and he goes through the whole thing about, you think I'm weak, but I'm not. I'm just overly optimistic, and I treat people with kindness, and that's the way that I fight. That's the way that I survive. Like, she hears that dialogue, and that's what changes her mind. And then all of a sudden, she looks at her husband with googly eyes. Like, that doesn't feel resolved, because Waymond, like, like her husband Waymond, is not a very well-developed character in this movie. No. He's just a very docile... Whatever's whatever, I want more affection husband without a lot of there's nothing like right. Like, so he he's he's there. So when you get that dialogue and
1: that conversation between the two of them, doesn't she? it see, it seemed like it was a side topic. It didn't seem like it was the, the main topic,
2: too. yeah. she signs the she divorce does. papers. She signs the divorce right. papers when she has her well, She's in the laundromat and she has a meltdown because they're getting ready to seize it. And she just starts breaking windows like right before that. She signs the divorce papers like it feels really whoa. Yeah. But then how just everything turns around. And at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, never mind. Forget about this bagel. Forget about me wanting a better life. Forget about me wanting to divorce my husband. Like forget about all of this. I want my family now. And then everything all of a sudden just turns around with no nothing to kind of tie everything together. Yeah, it's the only it's one of the only complaints I have about this. And for I, I'm, the ending is I'm satisfied with the way that it ended. I just wish there was a little bit more. I think this movie could have been fixed if Wayman was better told. Developed. Like I wanted yeah. I, I think more to his story could have been added. Yeah, I think that could have fixed. A, I think that could have fixed. That the being way that said that being
1: said, there probably was some stuff that was cut out. Well, of, more than likely. Character. Yeah.
2: Yeah, more and that's likely, that's, yeah, where we're, are that's where we're missing the, it. Left on the cutting room floor. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah. Cuz even if you do add a lot to his story, how much more to the movie would it really add?
1: Right. I mean, but it would it would explain the ending yes. more. Like it would, it would give you more of a connection to, you know, what and where and why. Um and I think that's the biggest thing is just we've talked about this so many times. If the movie has a bad ending... It, it, for me, it ruins the whole ending. It, it ruins the whole movie. So, for example, White Noise. I'm always going to bring it up, White Noise. It's just, It was such a... Oh, uh the three ghosts, and they, and they live in the White Noise, and you're dead. Oh. <laughs> wait, what? This whole movie led up to that, and it's over? Like, it was such a, a rushed ending, and it, it ruined the whole thing for me. So I refused to rent that out to people when they came into the store. You know? Um...
3: New review. that and alone
1: (laughs) and alone. Yeah. No, there were three movies. It was white noise alone in the dark. No, you can't watch that. (laughs) I I want to pay pay you money. to No, you can't
2: do that. I'm sorry. This this is this is how this works, sir. I am giving you money. You give me movie.
1: I stood by my (laughs) principles. And I had I had a lot of people who backed me up and they would only come in on the days that I was working because they wanted my opinion on on what's what's to rent next I was like okay so that was I really enjoyed that job I'm not I'm not puffing myself up I'm saying like this is what actually happened so there was one guy who fought and was really upset I'm like listen I can't like I will not rent this movie to you sir and they're like why not I'm like because I would not wish this upon my worst enemy I'm like, listen, if you want to wait five more minutes for my, for my, um, my other, my uh, employee to come back, you can rent it from him, but I'm not going to take that money from you and be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> so he's like, okay, fine. Like, and he chose something else. Wow. And then later on, he ended up seeing it anyway and came back and he goes, I should have listened to you. <laughs> wow. But I'm wow. like, yeah, I mean, I could, I could have saved you $4 and 57 cents, but, um, okay. No, the reality is like there there are some movies that are just like oh man it 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 killed it 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 ruined the whole thing um mm. and this this is not that. I'm not comparing this to anything like that, but the thing is no. you know the it's, ending does it's not definitely ruin this movie. no, not at all. uh, the movie itself is something that I will watch again. I will laugh my butt off yes at um, so all in all, uh." This movie is exactly what I expected when I first saw the first trailer mm-hmm. and read about it months ago. We're, you know, in the spring. Um, I knew that this was going to be something that we should talk about, and I'm, and it's, I'm surprised that we didn't do it sooner. But I mean, we've had a lot of stuff on our plate, so that's that. But I'm, I'm
4: glad that we, um, we did it. So all right. Chuck, final thoughts. While you, One final while thought. While you chew. I know. One final thought. <laughs> I got hungry.
3: I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, why wait? I didn't know what to expect going into this movie. And I'm so thankful for that. Because unlike Multiverse of Madness, we went in expecting something and got something completely different.
2: We went into mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness expecting a lot. Right. It advertised itself as a lot.
1: Yep. It advertised itself as Doctor Strange goes to Wanda to seek help to fix the broken multiverse. Uh yeah. which is not the movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Nope. Like even that even even if that was his intention, it was not clear that was his intention. Nope. His intention was to save her, and then he immediately realized that she was the bad guy. So like yeah, immediately. Not at she all. says it. Yeah. You do
3: this and you're the good guy. I do this and I'm the bad guy. Like,
1: yeah. Doesn't seem fair. Um
3: not what I was expecting going into it, but then again, I had no expectations. All I knew was everybody was saying that this is what multiverse of badness should have been. Should have been. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Absolutely. I have Gosh. to say, for the first time in a long time, everybody was right. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. the yep. the innuendos and the the toys and all that kind of stuff that happens with the movie, it is weird. <laughs> it's disturbing in some cases, but it
2: fits. It works. It works. <laughs> it works so well. There's there's no yep.
3: real there's no real way to explain how it works. <laughs> it just does. It did. It, it does. It's like like I I go back to They Live and I'm like. That fight scene, if it was in any other movie, would have been horrible. Mm. But in that movie, it worked. Mm. This movie, everything in it worked, and it was fantastic. And I was hysterically laughing at so many parts. I was disgusted at a few parts. I Mm. felt sad. The rock scene was fantastic. The bagel scene was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, The restoration of the family and the roundabout way that it happened was was great um yep. I, <laughs> I i still I think it was a fantastic movie through and through. I don't hmm. think the ending was that rushed. um I think it was fine, but you know, to each their own in that case, but that's fine overall, it was a fantastic leap. It was put together well, it was written well. I think the only thing I had a hard time with was the back and forth between reading the movie and trying to watch the movie. Mm. I'm not a fan of of um, subtitles um, because I feel like I'm missing out on the actual film by trying to read it. But other than that, that's my only real complaint about it. Other than that, it was great.
2: I don't know. I don't have a problem with subtitles.
4: I can do both. It's not that big of a deal Mm. deal for me. I can
3: if it's like if it's like sprinkled in here and there. Okay, this was like a good
2: half the movie. Yeah, a lot of it was subtitles. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I I remember when I first saw the the preview for it. I I was thinking two things. One, I really hope it's not subtitled, and two, I really hope it's not overdubbed. Like I wanted, I wanted this to be a movie where it's like the people are actually acting and speaking the language they're speaking. Uh, so at least, at least we knew that they were speaking the languages that we were hearing, um, the entire time and the subtitles were only half of it. So for me, I, I easily was, I, I I was accepting of what we got. Oh, I was Um, accepting
3: of it. It's just, I don't like reading a movie.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm happy that it was what it was because if it was a hundred percent, Either overdubbed or subtitled, I would have been distracted by the the wrong mouth movements or having to read it. Right. So I'm I'm I was happy with what it was. So like foreign film, not your thing, not my thing, no. Chuck, I mean it it depends. I mean if it's a Besides silent film and film. there's only a cu- there's only a couple of di- you know dialogue pieces that were written in there, I'm fine with that. Um, you know, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, stuff like that, old old you know German expressionism, whatnot. See, but, I'm, I'm used
3: to like the old like Jackie Chan where the whole thing is dubbed in English. So I yeah. don't mind that. I would prefer mm. that than having to read it.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, Will's a huge Godzilla fan, so there's that.
2: And those are overdubbed horribly. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. They are but overdubbed terribly.
0: Th-
3: th- is there a creature on this planet that Godzilla hasn't fought? Mm, no. I mean, giant moth.
2: It's everything. Everything. Giant moths. Yeah. crazy thing I is, mean, is we, Godzilla's the good guy. Yeah. In some of them. In, in those. In, 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 in those. most, sometimes he's, sometimes Godzilla's the villain. Like, yeah. it, 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 Godzilla's a weird one because it started out as, like, an anti-war, anti-nuclear, uh, like, message for uh, Japanese audiences. But then, like, slowly after a few films, it morphed into, oh, wait a minute, let's just make him the good guy in some movies. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't, like, it's, it's, it's weird. Godzilla has a really weird mythology. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I could, yeah. Same universe
3: as King Kong, but hey. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the thing is, we've seen,
1: we've seen some odd overdubs. I mean, I I mean, we can go right to I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Sure. You know, or, uh, (laughs) give me the keys, you fairy godmother. Um, some really crazy stuff that we've seen peppered in, but I, I can't do a full on, just like a full overdub. No, I, I, I have for the Godzilla films. I I've watched probably a good five or six of the oldies
2: watching, you know, watching like old it's, it's, it's more jarring in like Kung Fu movies.
1: Yeah,
0: like
2: old 60s, 70s styles kung fu movies. I'm I can't name any off the yeah. top of my head. I've seen I, they're when they're whenever they're on TV, I always glance over and I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Like the fight scenes are awesome. The sound effects for the fight scenes are awesome. But then once they start getting into dialogue and the the lips are not in sync, and like <laughs> there are certain sound effects going on that aren't like visually they should not be audible at all. It's like, well, okay, this is take zapping it me completely out, out of it. Of it. Completely and that's the thing is
1: like there are there are certain things that movies do that take you out of it so overdubbing like that for vocal for you know not vocals but you know actual dialogue yes big time but that's why i was going back to the adam project when they use foreplay you know from boston and that in that movie it was so not fitting for that scene that fight scene near the end mm. that it, it took me out of the movie and i'm like this is garbage like I love that song. It's fantastic. Leads into "Long Time," which is a great song off their self-titled album. Um, I've, I've got it on vinyl. It's one of my favorite songs. Not my the favorite biggest albums. fan of Boston. I know that's fine. Um, I mean, they, I, what I love about Boston is they really—they were one of the earlier. Um, the, 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 the the guitarist there created a, uh, a a pedal. Basically, they gave him the twin setting, so when he played live, he can have the twin guitar, the harmonizing guitars. And that's what I loved about their sound is they always had that harmonizing guitar sound. Um, so when the album, you can hear he's playing it and then he plays it again, but live, he had a, a pedal that he created that um, would give him that double sound. Then again, maybe I'm wrong and I just heard the wrong thing, but that's what I always heard. And I thought was fantastic. Um, Cause I, I, just love twin guitar, but regardless, the point is that song did not fit in that random fight scene. Like it could have been, it could have been used in a different movie, for something like a heist or people are running away being chased like remember when they when they threw in uh what Carol of the Bells or um in um in Hawkeye whatever that song is like that that fit in really well dun 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 and it kind of built up and you're like oh I wonder how this is going to work and it fit perfectly it was great you know like you didn't expect it it worked and that's fine but moving this in there, it took me out of the whole movie and I couldn't even watch the scene. It seemed as though somebody was just playing it on the radio in the background. So audio is a huge deal, and if you don't use it well, you know, whether it's dialogue or music or sound effects, if it's not done well, it can really just ruin that that immersion into what you're watching. Yeah. You know, we're trying we when you're making a movie, when you're making a show or anything cinematic, you want to you want the audience to feel like they're really being immersed into that universe, like they're there, they're witnessing it, they're feeling it. That's why the movie theater is so great, and they've been, you know, trying to come up with like D-box and all those different things, where it's like, oh, the seats move and they vibrate, and you've got these crazy subwoofers, and it feels like you're really there, you know, and VR and all that stuff. But you know, the reality is, that something simple is, I, c- I can watch it on a 32-inch screen or smaller. And enjoy it as long as they're doing things right where they, you know, in the, in the way they actually produce the film itself. I'm
2: over the movie theater experience, to be honest. I yeah. prefer to watch something on my own. I'm at that point in my life where I'm like theater, money, crowds. Eh, I,
1: I, I will say uh, there are certain things that, that make sense to watch in a theater. If you're watching something like Jurassic World, for example, I want to see the dinosaurs be huge. I want I want giant dinosaurs. You know, if I'm if I'm gonna watch something, you know, like the movie Gravity, seeing that in IMAX 3D was amazing. Yes, it was amazing. Yes, it was.
2: I will. I and, will agree with I you. Can't, on can't.
1: I can't imagine watching that now. I actually, I did. I did watch it later on it's not on, the same. A, on a that I will, It was I will, like, it was will, like will give a sixty inch.
2: It was yeah, not the it same. It was a six,
1: it was a 60-inch screen, yeah. still very big, good surround sound, but still I'm kind of like, eh, yeah. the movie's okay. That is a
2: spectacle but, to see in the theater or in IMAX. Absolutely. Dude,
1: I was holding my breath. When that when she was like running out of air and oh trying to get God. here and there, I like I felt like I was there, and that's the whole point. When you make something like that, you know, even like Quiet Place, when you're sitting there holding your breath so you don't make a peep because you're afraid that the aliens are gonna hear you, see, or whatever.
2: That, that movie is a movie, for example, that I much prefer that I watch it at home because if you go to the theater right. and you see that movie, like other people are around you, cell phones are going off, people are making noise, it, it, that's gonna take oh, yeah. you out of the immersion.
1: Yep. I watched that movie with headphones on. oh, like my I sat God, there on yes. my laptop watching it with headphones yes. on.
2: And it was perfect yes. because
1: i I was totally drowned, like everything else is drowned out. Um, it was great. I had that going while I was um you know I was, I was here, and I'm like, and it was funny because when the first movie was over, I immediately put on the second movie. Oh, wow, and I watched and I watched some of it. So I think I watched the 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 first movie. In two parts, like one day I watched um the first half, then I watched the second half, and I loved it so much, I immediately put on the second one. So I was like, okay. You know, I just wanted to, I wanted to get through, I had the time, and I watched it, and yeah. Um, really well done, but that's the whole thing, is audio, you know, if if one thing is off, then to me, it's like you really get knocked out of the, you know, the spectacle of it. Yeah. Anyway. I, I believe we lost Chuck. <laughs> so, I'm still here. <laughs> he, no, we're done. no, no, no. You, we're you, you totally, you totally fell asleep for a moment. No, I've been we're listening gonna, to you the whole time. Gonna, oh, I know, just it like it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're, we're we're out of here,
2: anyways. <laughs> we're done for the night. I'm fading fast. Yeah, that's why I'm calling it right now, man. Don't worry. All right. Uh, Ooh, well, anyways, we're done. Well, good morning, everybody. <laughs> we are done. We're gonna get out of here. That's it. It was fun,
3: guys. Have a great one.
2: See you later. Have a good one, everybody.